What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Roski, the second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. And you in here with the Bruce Wayne. It is ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known. As the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, the whole effing show, and the CEO, Nigger Row of Fixes Binds LLC. I'm also CGA, C God Allah, and I'll be the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube. We got a great show for you lined up today for the evening service. And the evening service is Are You Dating a Witch? All right, we're going to be on the dark side. All right, my yearly episode, Are You Dating a Witch? <laughs> Do you believe you've ever dated a witch? Did you marry a witch? Oh, we're going to talk about that coming up here later on in today's show. We got Doom and Gloom CGA on the way. We got Straggle Sniggle Theater. What else do we got here? We got, um, oh, Baby Mama Drama. Just wait till you hear that story. And we're going to jump right into the Wicca witchcraft to see if you ninjas is out here dating these 304s that are on the dark side. Yes, indeed. We got that going on. We're going to talk about what cultures that you might be uh, traveling to that might be participating in a little bit of witchcraft. And believe it or not, the passport bros, you're on the watch. All right. We got a lot of witchcraft in some of the areas that you are traveling to. Putting your punani, putting your, well, putting your salami in crazy punani. Yeah. Putting your salami in crazy punani. We're going to talk about how witchcraft has existed here in America. The Caribbean, the Caribbean connection, the Haitians to New Orleans after the French after the revolution in Haiti and the Louisiana purchase, the migration from the Haitians and some of the Dominicans over to New Orleans or in how wide New Orleans gets a little bit of a, you know, the voodoo culture, how they could get involved in a little bit of witchcraft. We'll talk about a whole bunch and how you have invited witchcraft into your own house. And we're going to give you a classic CGA moment when we had a witch come visit us. All right. On our show. If you're new to my show, about two, three years ago now, we had a witch come on to our show. All right, call me up and explain some things about witchcraft. A 21-year-old, it seems like a flatback uh, redhead, and she was out here attracted to CGA. She was out here talking about my third leg out here. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Indeed, yeah, we're going to talk about that. If you missed that two or three years ago, we got the clip. I clocked the clip. Uh, yes, Ninja, so whatever you need to do, Say your prayers, all right, and eat your vitamins, whatever you need to do. Do your sit-ups, whatever you need to do, all right. Uh, make sure that uh, you do that and cleanse yourself, rebuke the spirit, and uh, have your sins all washed away before you partake in this show. It's going to get a little bit weird. Yeah, let me at her. Let me at her, that redhead. She was a redhead with a little witch, all right. But uh, anyway, did I get it to contribute to today's show? Dollar sign. The Notorious CGA on the cash app, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal is PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Some of y'all remember that witch that came in and called me up, and she sounded real good. She did say she was going to bury my drawers in the backyard. She did. All right. And I had to look at her like, hey, wait a minute. You bitch. You she, bitch. Probably still, she probably still watches me. 
I definitely would have folded her ass up like a love letter from the second grade. These spiritual women out here, that eyes roll in the back of their head when you make them bust a nut. Yeah, it's crazy, man. We got that coming up here. Let me check if there's some earlier contributors to today's show before we get started. There's only one, but the one and only King Brodica says normies be like, it's just one phone, cell phone outage. Nothing to see here. Nothing at all. We'll talk about that. And doom and gloom CGA. All right. Uh, anybody, anybody get spooked out? I, and I wasn't affected by the cell phone outage. I don't believe I was. So, um, you know, but I heard a little bit about it, but I've been running around all day. It's been a, it's been one of those days. We had an impromptu in case you missed it. If your money mindset, we had an impromptu make up money mindset ses- session at one o'clock uh, today. Well, it was one o'clock my time. So uh, we did an hour on retirement. So fuck retirement. That's basically what the show was saying. And uh, yeah. Uh, check that out if you were a member of the Money Mindset. That's patreon.com backslash Coach Greg Adams on the Money Mindset. But I must remind you, ninjas, that it is Takeout Thursday. As you guys know, man, let's get some girls on the board, right? <laughs> right, cotton picking now. And oh, I, yeah, yeah, ninja. I don't know, man. I'm going. I'm going, I'm going. I got yellow fever. He got, oh, oh, no. They got their feet out and everything. Look at the girls. Show me what you working with. Oh, man. Long hair, short haircut, Ling Ling's. Oh, my goodness. And this video's on YouTube, so I don't want to hear Nathan. We ain't got no raisin titties out here either, boy. I'll tell you. Hey, oh, we got Chunky Ling Ling out there. Woo-wee! Yeah, look. Oh, she landed on it, Ninja. Wow, I tell you, brother. She jumped with a smile on her face. Indeed, it is definitely Takeout Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Takeout Thursday. Bring me also a couple of linglings out here. Indeed, as well. You have some. You partake, too. You partake, too. Yes, get partake of some linglings out there. Let me at her. Let me at her. Boy, I tell you, man, ain't nothing better than that right now. Ain't nothing better than that right now on a Thursday. Yes, indeed. Let me see what they got right here. Oh, we got some more. Hold on. Let's kick that music up one more time because it is Thursday. Let's see. Ooh, they smiling with bad teeth, too. Oh, suck it, suck it down. Yeah. Hello. Come on, girls. Show me what you're working with. Oh, look at that. I need a couple of cheers. Uh-oh. What is this right here? Oh, they didn't put the phone number on the screen. Okay. All right. I got ahead of myself. I got ahead of myself. <laughs> Woof. You can't get no better than that right now. I wish it was in my house right now. I got them. Jasmine Rice. I got you, girls. I got you. Y'all want to see that black ling ling again? All right. We're going to show it to you right here. Here we go right here. We're going to kick the music. There she is, Jamaican, or is it Nigerian? Jamaican and Japanese. Oh, oh man, Ninja, what? Yeah, that brother started. What are we doing? Oh, she got f- Japanese flatbacks. Oh, she got her flatbacks out. Oh, my Lord. Hello. Hello. Hey, look at them flatbacks right there. Oh, Lord. Oh, hello. I got her. I'm in line. Let me at her. Let me at her. Look, you don't know what to do with this, Chang. Hey, Chan, you don't know what to do with that. Come here. Let me at her, ninja. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused. Exotical Ling Ling, indeed. 
an exotical Ling Ling. I mean, damn, what would you rate her? She a good nine and a half right there. And she's still good prime age right there. Woo. Hey, long, long hair too? Oh, no, Ninja, this is just too much. Oh, the humanity. All right, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's unbelievable, man. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yep, not a lot of makeup, no fake hair. You know what I mean? No weave. There ain't no weave in there. That woman's gorgeous. Gorgeous. She gorgeous. Let me at her. All right, all right. Let's get it back. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> Will Clap is definitely in the building. All right, anyway. Somebody said they got witchcraft in their family. Uh-oh. All right, last one. Shot X says, Coach, I told you about my experience with the Hotep sisters. He says they call it African spirituality, but it's definitely witchcraft. Uh, they've never been to Africa and don't know the real practice. They're playing with the spirits. All right, they're playing with the spirits. Women have been overwhelmingly ones to participate in witchcraft. I'm going to show you the data about this. They also are doing Ouija boards. They they play, you know, they play with the spirituality. And they ain't even over there, ain't been over there with the uh, West African witches. All right, most definitely. That's crazy. That's crazy. Got you out there looking crazy. All right, let's do the show. Let's get the show going. Doom and Gloom, CGA. Doom and Gloom, CGA. Did you see what happened today? Apparently, AT&T today has had some issues. Is this China checking in? Speaking of Ling Ling's. China's checking in with a little bit of preemptive. I'm not going to say what it is, but could we be, have experienced a cyber attack? Disrupted 9-11 calls, widespread outages, AT&T cell service. Back after a complete mess, it says right here, it's fully restored its cell phone service to tens of thousands of customers in cities across the country whose phones, they just lost signal overnight, causing frustration and concerns about disruptions to 9-11 dispatches. According to the FBI, in a statement Thursday afternoon, about said the agency was in contact with AT&T regarding today's network outages. Okay. The White House and National. It says, uh, should we learn of any malicious activities, we will respond accordingly. White House National Security Spokesperson John Kirby also referred to the outage as he addressed reporters on Thursday. Kirby said that the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security were looking into the outage. He said that the Federal Communications Commissions, the FCC, was also in touch with AT&T. But the bottom line is, we ain't got no answers for you. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, around 3.30 a.m. on the East Coast, outages reported by DownDetector.com suddenly spiked from just a handful and peaked at more than 73,000 by around 8.20 a.m. By late afternoon, uh, AT&T said it had restored the wireless service that was affecting all customers. But I will tell you, the cities, it says Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, Chicago, Indianapolis, New York, Miami, and Charlotte reported the highest numbers of outages with repute, uh, Houston reporting uh, the most at that time. Okay, wow. A lot of stuff going on here, early developments, but yeah, somebody says this is a dress rehearsal. New, 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 new world order. A dress rehearsal. Be ready. Be ready at all. Be ready. Protect yourself at all times. 
let's take you to this. This was actually earlier in the week or over the weekend. Uh, the migrants are getting a little, a little restless here. And New York Police Department is having a tough time with the adolescents down there at these migrant camps. And these migrants are not having it. And this woman got hit by a whole chair in a bag. We got chairs being thrown, sleeping bags being thrown. You're out, man, New York Police Department. This is going to be an absolute catastrophe at some point. All there needs to be is a revolution and a little bit of anger, and this could spill out to the streets very rapidly, or it could turn into a catastrophe. Take a look at this. This ninja coming over here. You see this right here? Uh, yeah, you migrants know we're going to find out what it's like to be Negroes in this country, bruh. Um, this is the new civil rights movement, apparently. I don't know what to go. Oh, man. New, 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 the new, gangs new of New York. Order. The gangs of New York. Because you're going to have to deal with these men. These young men are full of testosterone. They are they're, don't want to be humiliated. And they're not going down without a fight. A lot of them, some of them are Caltello members. So you're dealing with, you got problems on your hand, man. Anybody that thinks this is going to be pretty, I don't know what to tell you. At some particular point, we might be looking into a future a riot at some point it's going to get out of hand it's going to get ugly and we don't have enough manpower at this point to handle something like this so uh buckle your seatbelt man this migrant crisis is going to be one hell of a thing and uh these female cops look at the female cop she got hit by the head she out here and uh yeah they i don't know what to tell you man this is going to be one interesting period of our American history. And they're definitely going to remember and write about some of these things. Look at these security people. I ain't going in there. All right. Let me look at this guy. He getting, oh man, they going to hog tie him. Look, they hog tying him. Oh, look at this. This is not. Yeah, she wasn't doing nothing. Hey man, this is going to be an interesting time in our history, brothers. Get ready. Yeah. Election year, election year madness. Look at these cots. Look at these migrants. Look at these young men. These are military. Oh, man, they throwing stuff. Oh, she doing something now. These are military aged uh, and size uh, young men that are here that you're going to have to deal with one way or another, man. And they coming in here and they don't give a shit about what they tear up. All right. Doom and gloom CGA keeps going on. The Biden administration cancels $1.2 billion in student loans. Let me see here. What, what does the video say? student loans uh youtube done changed the way they oh what is this why did youtube youtube change the way they look at videos what is this shit give me the old traditional way oh this is a disgrace did you do you guys see in this youtube changed the way their layout is okay they got the comments way over here down it's definitely an election year okay the comments are on the side of the page but uh anyway uh he cancels uh $1.2 billion of student loan debt six months ahead of schedule. Six months ahead of schedule? You mean right for, before the election? All right, so uh, anyway, and much of these student loan debts that were canceled, just so you know, um, many of these people have participated in these. Their student loans should have been canceled already because they participated in making payments um, and working in certain sectors and industries, making payments consistently for 10 years. Uh, these aren't new student loan debts that they canceled. These debts should have been canceled a long time ago he's just dealing with it but you can tell there's an election year going on right now because we got black people out here we got immigrants we got black people out here oh what, what do we need to go with the black family we got the, all the uncle toms and sambos out here like that one attorney guy and we got that sambo ass bootlicking um 
uh, Al Sharpton out here. Now Joe Biden having chicken strips for dinner with with ninjas. Uh, we got immigrants getting arrested and roused up. The summer's going to be litty. And we got student loan debts being canceled. But there you go right there. There you go. It's going to be interesting there. Doom and gloom CGA. Does it roll on? It does roll on. Apparently, uh, this video is going to say, even though the student loan debts have been canceled, take a look at this. Wow, there's a skinny mini right there. Hey, look at this. There's a couple of pieces of calico in there. Okay, I see them. But take a look at this line here. And uh, there's some other videos of migrants coming across uh, steep, steep hills crossing over in the fence into America live on camera. We're not going to show it because uh, you can't really see it very well. But take a look at this. New York City is giving each migrant approximately $12.52 per day to purchase food and baby supplies. That's about 40% right. more than what the average low-income American got per day in government food stamps or SNAP benefits in 2022 at $7.59 per person. New York City and the state is set to spend $15 billion through 2025. Shelter, legal health, English classes, mental health, public education, free health care. Currently, providing health care for migrants in the city is the most costly expense accounting for about half of the $4.7 billion. When you give out $50 million, people who aren't supposed to be in the country, yeah. not only taxpayers have to pay that money, but it also comes at the expense of Americans who are in need. There's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Listen, I get it, man. I get it, man. But there ain't no going back now. Uh, the only thing that could possibly, possibly happen is Donald Trump wins the election and he starts deporting people left and right. But that's going to be even a fight because I think Democrats are going to call him a racist like they did the first time and they're just going to block it. So that's where we're at. There's a fiduciary duty to support people here. You can't leave them out here starving. And, of course, ninjas, this is your wake-up call. Hope you take it. Uh, take heed. All right, that's Doom and Gloom CGA. Let's get on the Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Hi. Slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle Snickle Theater, we back in here. Do me a favor, hit the like button. And we got Straggle Snickle Theater here. First up on Straggle Snickle Theater, we have a woman that got exposed for making fake posts about her successful business on the gram, and the car dealer called her out and asked her to remove the post. Now, anybody that can see, with two good eyes. Anybody that's shaped like this, probably not very successful. Damn, I know. That was cold like a mother sucker, all right? I don't think you have a good business if you shape like this. All right, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, let's talk about it right here. Uh, it says, basically, the car dealership has, um, this woman walks into the car dealership, and uh, she has flowers and uh, ribbons and uh, empty Louis Vuitton bags, empty Louis Vuitton bags. And then she comes out here and she posts this. As you guys know, this woman is definitely broke, but it is what it is. It says, good day. This is uh, according to the DMs. It says, good day. I want to call out this lady. She posted these pictures with our brand is refusing to remove them. She never bought this vehicle. She came in with her own flowers, champagne bottles in an empty Louis Vuitton bag, changed outfits, took pictures, and went about posting how she paid $5 million for this car. Really? Really? The vehicle is still on our floor and available 
for sale. And it says, how do you know all of that? And apparently I am the manager at this dealership, Avari Cars in Menlin. She is deceiving people into joining her business, thinking that it works. Well, there you go right there. And I think her page has to do, I don't know what it has to uh, do with, but she probably sells some sort of service or um, I don't know. I, I really don't know what it is, but uh, she got caught red freaking handed and they got exposed right there. Uh, yeah, fake it till you make it and fake it till you get busted. By the way, if you pay $5 million for that G-Wagon um, uh, G63, $5 million G63, or is that a, um, I think it's a 550. All right. But what? That ain't even a Brabus. Brabus. It's a regular thing here, but you know, you got scammers out here. And again, I'm just going to let you know, if you shape like that, you're not very successful. She shaped like a butterball turkey out here. Gobble, gobble. She out here. Not looking like that. Not looking like that. <laughs> All right. Not looking like that. You successful my ass. All right. Anyway, successful at what? Crazy. I like that. All right. Straggle with Snickle Theater, Joe Pesci. Let's say what's up to Joe Pesci here. Apparently, it's his birthday last week. All right. It's his birthday, and they pulled up a clip of uh, Joe Pesci right here. Uh, he's a mama's boy right here. He's a mama's boy, but his mama wants him to meet a good woman. All right, a good woman. And so now he's going to say if he can meet a good woman. Here we go. You get yourself a nice girl. I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I settle mean. down almost every night, but then in the morning, I'm free. I love you. I want to be with you. Yeah, okay, all right. The little mama boy, son, husband thing I don't like, but uh, Joe Pesci says, hey, I do settle down every night, and then the next morning, I'm free. Shout out to Joe Pesci. I love it. I love it. And then just said, I'm free in the morning. He settles down with a girl, and he probably pays the girl. He probably says, I got money. <laughs> He said, I do settle down with a nice girl every night. All right, listen to it. And you get yourself a nice girl. I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. I yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. hey, you know what? That's my model right there, Joe Pesci. That's my model right there. <laughs> I settle down every night. He says, I, he's, look, he said, I get. I get a girl and settle down every night. Uh, he definitely at the Juco. Juco Joe I Pesci. Got money. We do have Juco Joe on the coach gang, but we now we have Juco Joe Pesci. Oh, man. <laughs> Free agent lifestyle for life. The original, he, he free agent lifestyle before me. He was like, huh? I'm going to play it one more time, brothers, man. Hey, shout out to Juco Joe Pesci. I love you. I want to be with you. Don't you get yourself a nice girl. I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. I yeah, hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then he comes to mom's house for the cooking. Over here. All right. Shout out to Joko Joe over here. And I know what you do over there. I know what you do over there, Juco Joe. <laughs> oh, man. Strago Sniggle Theater. We have a, okay, we got a, uh, okay, we got a Kaylee here. Uh, more of a Mason, Mas Minley Mouth Mas Muskrat Kaylee. All right. Female comedian incoming. Female comedian incoming, guys. So uh, protect your neck. Uh, here we go. 
need to be fucked out of me. <laughs> my thoughts need to be fucked out of my brain. Someone needs to thrust my thoughts out of my head. <laughs> Ma'am, what what are you doing, man? Who's laughing at this? Who's laughing at this? They're really okay, bam. You didn't even say nothing funny yet. This is a disgrace already. And I told you about these plain Janes. They really freaky. All right, you better have a joke in here, ma'am. You best have a joke. Do you guys get it? <laughs> Magic dick needs to fuck my ancient thoughts out of my mind. Oh, ninja just. <laughs> you could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. She hasn't told a joke yet. I'm waiting. What else, baby? What else? Semen needs to come in here and absorb my garbage thoughts. That's the end of that. Let me guess. She dumb boys. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. <sighs> okay. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. You don't, have to, you don't have to ask me twice. But when we get to the witchcraft conversation, you already know, bro. <laughs> you already know. Oh, man. This is what she really wants, and she's needing it. Yeah, she's needing it. So she ready for somebody to get them pale skins. She ready somebody to get them pale skins. Uh, and she's a she's a comedian. How many mm. likes did that get? How many? How much engagement? Yeah, eighteen thousand likes. Oh boy. And and I'm here struggling. I'm here struggling on YouTube. I'm just plugging along. She gets to hop on the stage and say shit like this. And I'm censored. I'll handle her business. I'll handle them pink toes. But. <laughs> oh no man. That was terrible. That, that's her joke. Alright let's continue here. On Straggle with Sniggle Theater. Uh, what do we got here? We have a woman that says. Again broke dating again. Uh, let's see what she says here. Okay. Here's my hot take. I don't think that you should even go on a date. If you are not ready or looking for a relationship because you're just leading that person on what is the point of going on that date if it's not going to lead to more dates because more likely than not that person is going into it with the full expectation of like this could turn into something you only hear of five dates down the road hey this has been really fun and i really like you and i love spending time with you but i'm just not looking for anything serious <laughs> right now if you're not ready for a relationship or looking for one then what are you doing going on a date Here's my see this is how, again people that need to listen to my show I already told you dating is not how you find a mate you've been misled uh but 
you know, she's saying that, uh, you know, uh, people should be ready for a relationship in order to date. No, that's courting. That's number one. Number two, it, you're saying that you're being led on, but women lead on men, too. So I'm hoping you're talking about men and women, but you're probably only talking about men shouldn't go on dates unless they're ready for a relationship so that they don't string the woman on. But I'm pretty sure women are going on dates. They got foodie calls. They have no intention to even de- seriously date the guy. What what do you say of that? And I'm pretty sure you haven't developed a hot take for that. But this is perhaps the smartest thing she said, and I want you to listen closely. Listen closely. Listen closely. She's going to say it. This is the best thing she said. My hot take. I don't think. There it is right there. Yeah. There it is. Give it to her. You missed it, didn't you? You missed it. All right, you missed it. I'll give it to you again. She has a good take here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it again. Uh, let me see here. This is the smartest thing she said. Let's see if I can pull it up again. Uh, this is the smartest thing she said. Here, here, Listen up. Here's my hot take. I don't think. There it is right there. Uh, it's, it's right there. It's right there. That's the best thing she said. Yeah. I mean, she's right. You're absolutely right. You don't think you know, I hear you goofball. All right. You bitch. Yeah. Anyway, talking about talking about what you talking about out here, Willis. <laughs> here we go. Oh man. Hey, write it down. That was your first. All right, what are we doing here? We got um oh man, this is gonna be crazy. I was gonna save this you for uh, I was gonna save this for Friday, but I couldn't resist. Uh here we go right here. Uh, we have a man on YouTube being grappling a flatback. All right, she got the flatback uniform on too, a crop top shirt with uh, leggings. And I think she got her feet out. Oh, boy. All right, so this woman is named Lauren Sanko. She shows the bicep slicer. <laughs> Ninja the bicep. Or the peace sleeve slicer. Let's take you to her instructions and see how Ricky Tan is handling this flatback. She got the blonde hair too. Oh, this is going to be sad. Here we go. Dig for this undercut, underhook. And my first reaction is to start to look for something like this, but really a darse. This is a darse setup. I'm going to do sort of like a, like a back step. Oh, the humanity. Okay. She got her feet out. This oh. Right here. I'm going to trap his biceps. Oh, oh the humanity. His hip forward. Oh. Oh. Oh no! Oh, Ricky Tan! Oh, look at them flatbacks! Oh no! He got her. She got her punani in his. Fa- oh, look at! Oh, this is terrible. They should be doing this naked. Look at Ricky. Oh man! <laughs> Wow, Ricky Tan, this is your lucky day. Stand up, sir, and give yourself, we'll give you a round of applause. Oh, you need a minute to stand up. I bet you you do. He's like, hold on, give me about three minutes, I'll stand up. (laughs) This is crazy. She put that stank right on his face, right up his nose, and he was like, oh, wait. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, put him in the camel toe clutch, uh, Chris Edwards says, wow, man, poor guy right here. He's going to dig. He's going to dig. Oh, my goodness. Look at this right here. He's going to dig what? All right. She got a little titties on him on his chest. Hey, man, this wouldn't have ended well if I was up in there, bro. 
This is definitely. Oh, look at that. He got his hand on that. Oh, look at them flatbacks all up in the air and her feet out. Oh, this is a disaster. Oh, no. Oh, look at this nigga. <laughs> look at his face. Look at his face. All right. That's the bicep slicer. All right. Oh, he smelled something right there. He didn't like that. He didn't like that smell. Okay. All right. Here we go right here. Toes out too. All right. Oh, no. Oh, snitching <laughs> like, get me. Oh, this is terrible, man. Oh, look. Right. Oh, man. This is terrible. Look at them flatbacks right there. And he got his head between. Boy, I tell you, man, there, is this YouTube? YouTube, man. What y'all doing with these videos on the internet? Look at this guy right there. Oh, he smell a little punani. All right. That's what he damn. He damn. This is terrible. These young boys. Oh, look at this. Just. He like. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must <laughs> stay focused. All right. They're going long back. She got her flatbacks out right here. Okay. Oh, he got her again. She choking him. That's not a hold. All right. That's not a hold. All right. Come on. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, he tapped her out. He tapped her out. I bet you he has some fingers moving back there. Wow. Kaylee, you did good. Kaylee, take a bow. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to fuck. Wow, Kaylee. All right. I see what you're trying to do out here. You ain't fooling nobody out here with what you're trying to do. All right. Uh, what are we doing here? What is this going on here? All right, somebody's texting me mad pictures. Uh, yeah, I know what you're trying to do out here, Kaylee. You pure straggle out here. You're not. Well, I'm gonna teach you how to hold the bicep splitter. Yeah, the bicep splitter, my ass, Kaylee. That's straggle with Snickle Theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. All right, do me a favor. Hit the like button. Hit the like button, man. Let me see here. Do me a favor, take a one, one minute to strike that like button. Get us to about 550 likes on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. 10,000 people watching me. We got 370 Simons or what, what, what not on the Notorious CGA channel. Do me a favor, strike that like button. Get us to 550 real quick, real quick. All right, and this, this show shouldn't be long unless I just start riffing and rambling uh, because we're at the last two stories. We're at the last two stories already. The witch part will take a little bit of time just to let you guys know. All right, but uh, hit the like button, y'all. Hit the like button. It ain't moving. All right, you ain't moving. What are we doing here? All right, it ain't it ain't moving. What, what, what we doing? Yeah, strike it real quick. Turn that some bitch sideways. Shout out to our brother here, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Shout out to you. He says, I was driving home from my job today, and I was bumper-to-bumper traffic. He says, some gump decided to rear in me, leaving a big dent in my 1990s Honda. I was physically okay and decided not to be angry and record him like a single mammy raised son husband would. I let him talk himself into a corner, as I said little to nothing during the first 30 seconds of the conversation. He said he was driving his wife's truck, and he wasn't on the insurance policy. He decided to give me... $1,500 $1,500 on the spot on Blue Collar Ray. So I, um, it would take me, uh, it would only take me $250 to fix the damages. 
with my skills and connections. Thanks for everything you do. I had to cut you a slice of the pie. Keep going, coach. I'm Gen Z and we need you. Shout out to you. Make sure you don't have any lasting effects the next two days. Maybe a little bit of a neck crunch. You know what I mean? A back. All right. Make sure you're not needing any rehab. He's not. He had to handy. He had to pony up. All right, and you got it, and you're handsy, you're good with your hands, and you can knock that dent right out of there. Shout out to you, and yes, you know, the first 30 seconds, you're stoic, you're listening, you're not reacting, you're not threatening people, you're not going crazy, and you let people talk them talk them into the corner. Talk themselves into the corner, man. Uh, he who talks first loses. He who talks first loses, and shout out to you, man. Listen, listen. That's how it works, man. Shout out to you, man. Good luck and make sure your health is taken care of and you don't have any, uh, you didn't have any neck in- injuries here. Get a massage. Get you a Ling Ling. Get you a Ling Ling to massage your, your neck out. <laughs> no government name SD, coach. They say men are too hard on their kids, but when I think about it, any girl I've been with Um, That was a true sweetheart was raised with her dad in her life. It's weird how single moms aren't pumping out these uh, pumping out the kind hearts. Single moms aren't pumping. No, single moms cause trauma and damage. All right. For the most part. But yeah, uh, people that have fathers in their lives, which means you have to be a good, decent father, but not a pushover father. Yeah. You get sweethearts. Um, Yeah. This is what it is. It is what it is. Macaroni Tony. Says you had Debbie Allen in the 9-11. Woo-hoo. That's what you're saying. CGA the GOAT. Fame was that show. You know my old Ash is jealous. All right. He jelly. I had De- I had Debbie Allen in the 9-11. She was, she was cool. <laughs> she was cool. She was on the phone, so she wasn't really talking to me. <laughs> All right. I was like, hi, how are you, Miss Allen? She was like, <laughs> she looked over at me. I was like, you in my car, skirt. All right. I had her. She was like, hold up. Okay. Had to wake her up. She was like, I'm sorry. They talking to me on the phone. I was like, yeah, skirt. I was hitting the brakes. So I was like, you better talk to me in this car. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway, acting like she ain't. I'm like, you can't big time me in the Porsche. Where are we at? Anyway. But she was a nice lady. She she was a nice. She was like, baby, honey, child. She was talking to me like that. I was like, I ain't no honey, child, baby. Anyway, she driving Miss Debbie. Yeah, she looked over at me like. <laughs> hold on. She looked over at me like this. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> she probably went back to her husband was like, you really put me in another man's car in Las Vegas. oh man that was wild she was like please lord just get me to the place where he going all right this ninja look crazy anyway yeah i'm doing uber apparently i'm doing uber by the airport it's crazy anyway (laughs) i was like you better say something to me all right anyway i was gonna scare her but she was she decided to talk after all uh, what are we doing here? Deshaun Rose says, good evening, coach. Here for the show until bedtime. And he says, AT&T disruption sounds like another data reboot of information and violation of privacy laws. But, you know, the NWO, right? Yeah, I know. New, 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 new world order. 
<laughs> All right, yeah, that's what they probably did, a violation. Ed N says, hey, coach, long time ninja watching. Uh, he says, ninja watcher, I'm checking in from New York. The migrant situation is no joke. He says, while folks in the community get snap, they got uh, they get CCs with credit cards. They're loaded credit cards for groceries. It's a wrap. Send it, but the JUCO going to be litty. The JUCO going to be litty. All right, the JUCO going to be litty, man. I'm gonna let, Where's that one clip here? Let, let me see if I can find it. All right, uh, let's see. That's not it. Where's it? Where's it at? I had a video that I showed on this. All right, uh, it's gone already? Okay, this is the video right here. Let me see if I can refresh the screen. Uh, but, oh, damn, I messed it up. Let me see. Oh, there it is right there. There it is right there. All right, I'm looking. There's some, okay, all right, okay. All right, Cartello. Oh, man, that boy, that was a rough. Cartello done beat the brakes off of these girls, unfortunately. Cartel, the Cartello done te- tempted they tummy with the tape. Yeah. All right, the Cartello got after him first. So, you know you following the Cartel when you. All right, that's okay. All right, I see her. She look like she from Honduras. It's going to be Liddy. But, hey, man, New York, man. New York, y'all got some problems. New York. Is that it? No, it's not. Tony Praying Mantis says in 1991, Christopher Case was deleted by a witch in his apartment with crucifixes all over the walls and dead in the bathtub. Should do a show on it. I think I looked it up, but I didn't even link it to this one. Let me see if I could do. I remember I remember looking it up. And I was like, I'm not really doing crime and law like that, so I passed on it. But this might actually this might actually um help. Okay. Uh they said heart failure deleted them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but uh maybe uh I can pull up some info on the show later on. He was found dead in the bathtub. All right, the official cause of death was a heart attack. But what could have caused it? He was a young man. He was a young man. Let me pull him up here. Let me pull him up. Okay, that's not the right picture. All right, they they got cartoon versions of him. The strange death, the witch's curse. All right, this goes along to it. I'll read it. I'll read it in 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 uh today's show. I'll read it in today's show. All right, interesting. Unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. Uh, Justin O says Gen Z was losing their minds when AT and T got hit. The you know who has plans for you cattle, and you are all going to fall right in line. New, 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 new world order. And I, uh, my son, me and my son were running some errands, and I said, um, and he was telling me about it. I was like, you know, what would you do? What would we do if the internet went out? And I've been saying that. You guys know that I was saying that. I was like, all they have to do is that internet go out for more than 24 hours. You're going to have hysteria. <laughs> mass hysteria mass i mean you ain't gonna see shit it's gonna be like people running around like a chicken with their head cut off because i always tell you the story about when i lost power in a northridge earthquake okay uh people were confused and didn't know what to do all right people didn't panic because we didn't have access to you know we we survived but if that internet go out across country and you can't get to the bank and you can't spend and you can't put your little debit card and you can't little tap tap your little chip. You can't do that. <laughs> it's gonna be a rizap. All right, something happened on my screen. I was, I was talking about it. It's gonna be nuts. No Instagram, no posting. 
Ninja, your pictures, no live streaming, no GPS, rap. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly, man. It's going to be unbelievable. And it don't have to be long, 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to be sitting up there like, wow. All right, yeah, you better get you. Uh, we actually on a money mindset. We actually um, talk about these things. We actually have, and I'm going to suggest something to you, but I'm going to tell you, check out the money mindset. I know you're like, oh, coach selling us in Grifton. I am Grifton ass ninja. But um, let me see if I can find this uh, thing here. Uh, let's see. Or maybe it's on my other, maybe it's on my other computer because I don't see it. Uh, but there's a book. Okay. Well, listen, join the money mindset. You can find it. Uh, but there's, uh, there's some books. There's books that we suggest that, see if i get it oh here it is right here the 24 the emergency i'm gonna pull it up because <laughs> most of y'all i'm gonna tell you brother and they, this ain't even my book this ain't even my okay holy mackerel all right this is a mess already i'm trying to share something and i can't share it it's the let me see if i can do this i'm gonna mess up my whole show with this bullshit and i'm supposed to be off pretty fast here nope that ain't it give me a second that ain't it. Where is it? Oh, here it is right here. All right, hold, hold on. Here it is right here. Uh, right there. The 24, uh, the, uh, the emergency survival manual, outdoor life. Right there. 294 life-saving skills. Right there. Right there. Pandemic and virus preparation, decamin- uh, decontamination, protection, family safety. Yeah. Y'all niggas don't even have a flashlight out here. <laughs> Y'all just don't even have a, a flashlight, just to let y'all know. So you need to get a flashlight, first of all. Y'all just can't even change your battery on the damn smoke detector. It's a wrap for some of y'all. And don't act like it ain't going to happen. But I'm going to be watching your ass. And, oh, I'm not going to be helping you either. And, yes, I'm going to have the gat. I'm going to just let you know. The gat is going to be on the waistline or the small of my back. All right, I'm going to just let you know. Or it's going to be in my pocket. With the holster. So don't act froggy because somebody catching one, a bad one. Somebody getting gunpowder. <laughs> right? Anyway. Woo. Yes. Oh, yeah. That movie with Obama, right? When they just did that. Wait. Oh, yeah. You're right. They just had that movie out with Obama and everybody's like, conspiracy, smiracy. <laughs> conspiracy, smiracy. And it literally was that today. Y'all ninjas is looking up. New, 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 new world order. And he, yeah. Shout out to you. Thank you, Justin No, Thank you, R, to Tony Praying Mantis. Let's get into it. What do we got next on the show? I'm trying to look up here. Oh, okay, we're going to Houston. What is this, Straggle? It's, this should be Straggle and Snickle Theater, but we're going to call it Baby Mama Drama. All right, Drama Mama. Drama Mama, Baby Mama Drama. Let's go to Houston, Texas, and we got a Straggle. There she is. She got a nice little body there. I like petite women, you know what I mean? I done banged too many fat women in my life. I'm just... Oh, this ain't it. This ain't even the right damn story. Hold up for a second. I got to get it off the damn thing. Or that was the wrong thing to share. I'm glad it wasn't my, v, my, my fee picture collection. All right, let's see here. Where's the straggle? There she is. Okay, okay, I got it. Y- y'all missed the straggle. I got to go back. I got to go back and show you the straggle. Petite and feet. Yes, indeed. Here, here it is right here. There's the straggle. All right, Leah. Petite and feet. Yeah, that's what I like, man. That's what I like. Pog. That's what I like. Wrong picture. 
But Houston, I mean, what's going on? Houston, Memphis, this is going to be Atlanta. This is going to be a one-way one way tournament here. Which one of these cities got to go? Which one of these cities got to go? One of these cities got to go, man. Atlanta, Memphis, or, or, or Houston. Which one we sending, bro? <laughs> Which one we sending? I mean, Atlanta and Houston. I mean, Memphis. I mean, gosh. But I likes me a petite and so sweet little thing. I likes me a little, little, yeah, anyway. But let's see what's happening here. It says Houston has a 24-hour daycare center. Most states need to have these. Oh, my goodness. All right, so let's talk about it right here. 24-hour daycare in Houston. Now, you already know what people are using this for. These straggles are out here going to the nightclub, scripting, and they going to they going to uh, throw their kids in the daycare. The twenty ninja send it what? <laughs> and she got roasted in the comment section. By the way, San Francisco's up there too, with along with Oakland. We need to get rid of some of these cities, brothers. A 24-hour daycare. Let's see it. All right, so just a short video of me dropping my kid off at the 24-hour daycare at, like, 10 p.m. Do you know about what time you'll be picking up? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably, like, in an hour or two. Okay. She won't be here that long. Now, they advertise that they be open 24 hours, but they actually don't. They be open until, like, 12, and it's fine, because I literally picked her up at 11.55 after telling him she won't be here that long. But it was cool, because there was, like, 20 other kids there, and they had, like, a glow-in-the-dark party. So it's a win for both of us. I get a break from her, and she actually enjoys going. Man. So you know what's going on, man. She going out there, and ho on, ho on. Man, I would fold. I would get her neck, too. I'm going to just let you know right there. Why she got them extra eyelashes on? She could take them off, and she would be bad. You know what I mean? This woman's a good-looking woman. I would choke her out, too. I would, give her the, I would give her the neck treatment. I would put her in the neck romance. Yeah, no daddy, no nothing. We're dropping kids off at 24-hour uh, daycare so you can go out there and run them streets. All right? That's what you out here doing. In these she, had the high, she had the high heels on. She had the high heels. Like, what are we doing, man? You ain't got no Nana. You ain't got no Big Mama. You ain't got no Granny. No, she out here hoeing, too. She out here hoeing, too. Wow. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Only in Houston or Texas. What the hell? All right, so just a short video of me dropping my kid off at the 24-hour daycare at, like, 10 p.m. Do you know about what time you'll be picking up? Uh... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, when I'm done turning tricks, allegedly. When I'm done on the stripper plow, allegedly. Probably like in an hour or two. In an hour or two. You wait a minute. You're dropping your kid off for an hour or two. Be specific. This is your child. This is your child. You got to know how much time you got. An hour or two. So you're going on a date or turn some tricks. And then you're going to come back in an hour? We close at 12. What happened? That's not 24 hours, by the way. That would be 12 hours. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about here. You're putting your kid in a daycare for two hours to get your cheeks clapped. <laughs> Just, <laughs> and yes, 
the father could probably take the car. I don't want him. Yeah, 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 I don't want him. Father, yeah. What the hell? This is weird. This is weird, man. Okay. She won't be here that long. Now, they advertise that they be open 24 hours, but they actually don't. They be open until like 12. They don't be. Damn, man. This one was a whole straggle. And she a single mammy, too. What the hell? Man, they be ruining black women, man. Ruin them. Yeah, they do need a three-hour minimum. They do need a three-hour minimum. Well, I'm glad they have a place like this because these kids will be in a car running in the garage somewhere, losing their life, choking out. Because I literally picked her up at 11.55 after telling him she won't be here that long. But it was cool because there was like 20 other kids there, and they had like a glow. Look, she got her high heels on, so you already know what she was doing. She got boots on. I guess it only took 15 minutes. So it's a win for both of us. I get a break from her and she actually. A break from her at a break from her, ma'am. This is pathetic. Let me go ahead and go to the comment section. Anybody, anybody supporting this shit, man, kiss my whole entire ass. All right. What do we hear? I would definitely drop my daughter off at a late night daycare to go chill with my man. The F. See you later, little girl. Yep. There you go. Priorities, man. Y'all country ass Bamas. Y'all got to go. <laughs> it says right here, uh, you can do what you want with your kids, but don't be shaming mothers that need a break. Uh, specifically, when a lot of y'all, it says when a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all, specifically when a lot of y'all don't even watch the kids in your own family so folks can get a break, even if it's to go F at night. Mama needs a life too. Selfish asses. Then she says, "We about to hit the casino, the script club, IHOP." All right, um, you guys are judging me. That's not very coolio. Okay, dumping your kids off to chase meat is crazy. <laughs> mm. Oh man, y'all beaches is weird. Daycare is already not safe, and it's horrible. Daycare is the worst. But to do it just so you can go. Out is bad, weird. Stop foxing if y'all can't handle what comes with it. And this is coming from a mother who has her kid 24 and 7. How about don't have kids until you can afford to spend time with her? Yikes. What is so important to drop your baby off less than two hours in the middle of the night, though? Mm. <sighs> right? Okay. We got a person saying the convenience of 24-hour daycare can't be overstated, especially for parents working unconventional hours. Yeah, that's that's unconventional hours. It makes sense. All right, but no, nah, not to go to the scrub. Not to go to the scrub. See, I was thinking it was good for people who work evenings and had night classes. Y'all take talk, talk, y'all talking about ninjas and clubs. Why does it matter, though? Like, for real. Yeah, man. These are the future strags of America. Houston, I don't know, man. Houston getting very close to Memphis, man. All right, woman left with two 20K hospital bill after her husband refused to acknowledge her on insurance after she didn't name their son a junior. Let's see what she has to say here, and we'll break it down. After five miscarriages and having this miracle baby and then walking out of the hospital with a $20,000 bill because my husband at the time refused to acknowledge me on his insurance. So those were, I mean, just the consistent. They refused to acknowledge you on the insurance. Explain that to me. We're talking about. So 
for punishment of not naming his son a junior, he refused to confirm me um, during discharge as his wife on his insurance. Oh, being pregnant ninja. after five miscarriages and having this miracle. This ninja. Okay. All right. This ninja, a fool, that guy right there. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get some more of this story. It seems something's left out. Yeah. Uh, something's left out of this story. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. All right. Um, she had the baby and, uh, she said her husband. All right. But she probably tried to name the, uh, the child, not junior, but with a different last name. Now, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. She might've tried to do a hyphenation. She might've said she might be one of these independent women that married and then kept her last name. That's probably what happened. And then when the baby came, she okie doked that ninja. All right. In an emotional tirade, blaming postpartum depression, she probably named that kid out of her own familial name. And it could be that she know the kid is not his. And so he, she went ahead and um, named the kid after her last name or her familial last name or the other man's last name. So, yeah, she made she probably named the kid. In my opinion, I think she named the kid her maiden name. All right. And they could be married and she could have never taken his name. And then when the kid came out, he wanted to name him Junior. She just said he didn't name she didn't name him Junior. What it what it means is she didn't name him the father's name at all. Like the first or last name. It wasn't because she didn't throw the junior on there. It's what she did was named it the maiden name, the family name, the mate the maiden name for sure. That's what Glocktavius, all right. All right. And that's why she she's not saying that part though. Because what do you mean didn't name her name their son a junior? So you gave him the first name and the last name of the father and not the junior? That's not true. So she's She's definitely one of these manipulative women that are leaving out details, lying by omission, lying by omission. If she would just say, I named my kid my maiden name. Well, she might have said it. This is just a clip. She might have said it, but that's exactly what she did. And he said, oh, really? Well, kiss my ass. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Baby. And then walking out of the hospital with a $20,000 bill because my husband at the time refused to acknowledge me on his insurance. Why? So. Those were, I mean, just the consistent. They refuse to acknowledge you on the insurance. Explain that to me. We talking about. So damn, this ninja talking like he got a mouth full of mar- marbles. Refuse to tell you on your insurance. What? Tell me about that. What? What are you talking about? Refuse to tell me. This ninja ran all the words in together in one. You ever see them dudes? There's some dudes like that that talk like that. They just run all the words. All the words are one word. Refuse to say you on your insurance. Tell me what you're doing out there. What are you talking about? Yeah. Shout out to my brothers here. Oh, for punishment of not naming his son a junior, he refused to confirm me um, during discharge as his wife. On yeah, she lying. She lying. And this bitch is lying, bro. Oh, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I cannot stand manipulative women like that, ninja. Okay, I could get a lie. But you done told a whole story, and then you had to douse it with a whole bunch of missing details and um, refuse to discharge me. You starting to use big words, refuse to discharge me at discharge and verify him as my significant other. And uh, You lying bitch. You bitch. You bitch. Tell the real story. I know it's a clip. Tell the real story. I can't stand women like that. She lying. Yeah, messy broad. And then she's trying to play, oh, I'm a good little angel. 
I'm like a little angel. She's got her legs crossed, them fat, chunky ch- drumsticks cross over. <laughs> and I just did this. And I had a baby after this, a 20K bill. He didn't acknowledge me. He didn't acknowledge me right here. Acknowledge me. And I just, and I'm this, you know. And he did this. I refused to name him a junior. And mm. Now, she's the same type of woman that in public, cussing people out, loud, obnoxious. She probably threw a fit. Push shit all over the damn hospital room. Man, that's an absolute trash human being there. Another one, for God, for goodness sake, I should say. And she's out here trying to lie. She's flat out lying. She don't talk like that in real pay <laughs> right here. She don't talk like that in uh, real life. And uh, sisters, I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm always giving the sisters advice because you need it. Um, Let me show you something. <laughs> let me show you something right here. Uh, when sisters go out on, when you go out on date with a sister and she's sitting like this, she acting, she's acting big time. All right. Especially older sisters, older sisters come out. She got her MK ultra sex kit and outfit on. She come out and be all dainty. Hi. Give you that old wet noodle hand. Hey, how you doing? My name is macaroni Tony. And she'd be like, hi. She walks over all. She don't stomp her feet. She ain't yelling, hi, how are you? Yes. I'm just a sister. Hi. She talk all sexy. She trying to talk. Plus, she a narcissist. When I see a sister acting like this, especially a sister with round ass shoulders like this, built like a whole linebacker. I know she loud, obnoxious, got a hyena laugh. You acting. Don't be sitting over there all dainty. All closed in. I'm just a, I'm just a girl. Yeah, the fake ass. She faking. Man, be loud and obnoxious and a narcissist like you really are. Tell me, show me who you really are. Hiding behind that slick back. Po- Never mind. Let me be nice. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely a facade. Oh um, yeah, you know, hi. And I'm just a lady and butter my biscuit. Yeah, okay, here we go. Drink. How you doing? Oh, I'm just <laughs> right here. Using big words. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I just go to work and I'm going to night school and I have my kids. And When I see sisters like this and you acting, act like a whole monkey like you normally act. Act like a whole monkey like you normally act. Act like a masculine Magilla gorilla. Where, how can I trigger Magilla gorilla? If I ever go out with a sister, and she's sitting like that, I'm going to trigger her on purpose. All right? I call it to exercise the feminist. All right? I'll be sitting next to her looking at her. I'm like, oh, I'm about to, I'm about to trigger the shit out of her. Right? Mm. <laughs> I'm about to trigger her. So I sit up there. We have a couple of drinks. We order our food. We let her eat the chocolate bread at Cheesecake Factory. You know that bread's chocolate. I'm about to trigger this bitch. I'm about to trigger her. And, you know, I'm a single mom and I work good and the dad's not there. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Um, Do you get child support from your baby daddy? She'd be like. Uh, child support, you say? Uh, no, we can't find him. I couldn't able to serve him. But, you know, I'm just no child support. I just, you know. 
just work hard and oh okay all right uh where does your kids go do they go do they go to uh do they go to your parents house or do you put them in daycare for losers um yeah uh daycare you say my family doesn't live near so daycare gets kind of expensive but it's not for losers it's a montessori okay uh so uh bitch are you on welfare she'd be like "Ah!" (laughs) i knew it i knew you had the demon in you you wasn't fooling me you a wick chick you a welfare strag. I know. I knew it in there. Look at I knew your ass. I bet you you live in Inglewood. You live in Inglewood, bitch? Yes, you live in Inglewood. And you live. Yes, you do. You nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I to trigger this bitch. Yeah. Let me get it out. I don't know what you was told about me. And I bet you you like white women. And your mama black. She probably got. <laughs> ah! McGilla Gorilla. Yep. I'm about to trigger her. I'm about to get that feminist out. <laughs> All right. Anyway, he said the flyest squirrel. <laughs> you a wick chick. You a welfare strag queen. I know one when I see one. You can't hide nothing from me. You can't hide nothing from me. You work at a grocery store, don't you? <laughs> You work at a grocery store, don't you? You've been working there for 15 years. I don't want to hear a damn thing. You've been catching the bus for 10 years. <laughs> All right, show me your EBT card and your bus pass. I bet you you got a transfer slip when you came over here. Show me your bus pass. Talking about you got an Uber. Made me drive all the way to the hood to come see your ass. All right, anyway. I got your ass, ninja. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> right now. man i love it all right let me see we almost at the main event so i'm gonna check out some super chats we're about to get into it uh where are we at uh let me see galloway says you gotta look at spray baby number one it is spray baby number one wrestling uh i guess it's called spray baby he says uh wrestling commentary is hilarious I don't know this ninja either. He says, just found him yesterday. Okay, okay. I'm going to check that out. YouTube Trash Talker Morning Show was great, and I'm prepared. I have five years stashed of uh, MRES. And he says right here, I use solar power, well water, and have plenty of U.S. Army manuals on everything. I'm good, coach. Shout out to you, man. Man, if you go, if you're military, you're going to be definitely prepared. <laughs> All right. Shout out to you. Uh YouTube trash talker got it, man. Hey, hey, we going to your house. We going to your house. Hodge says, "Coach, I need a loan." He says, "Finna start my own 24-hour future scripper in inmate training camp out here in the ATL." Go ahead, man. I don't think they got a 21. I don't think that's the Strags and, you know, Houston's ahead of y'all now. So Atlanta, Atlanta, you about to make some money. This is a money-making opportunity. Single moms need 24-hour daycare to go get that. But three-hour minimum. Don't let them just drop off. I'll be back in 45 minutes. No. Mm-mm. Shout out to No Gump Central says, Coach, these fools got Drewski on MS-13 
MSNBC, DNC, send it immediately. Drew, Drewski. New, 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 new world order. Shout out to Drewski out here. He kissed the nanny goat, obviously. All right, y'all gonna know what happens when I be on these MSDNC. Shout out to our brother, ABL, that says that. Drewski kissed the nanny goat. So did um, Kai Sinat. They definitely out there trying to get a bag. And I ain't mad at them. Shannon Sharp, hey, shout out to everybody, bro. Go get your bag. Go get your bag. Drewski on there shuffling. <laughs> and guess what? It's election season. It's election season. Time to entertain the Negroes. Time to entertain the Negroes. Not really not the Negroes, the niggas. It's time to entertain you niggas. That's what it's time to entertain. <laughs> right? But I'm sorry to say, I've seen this playbook way too many times. I'm it's tiresome to me. But they don't care about me. They already they don't care about me. I'm a lost cause. But most of you goofies gonna fall for it every single time. <laughs> this is nuts. This is nuts. All right, time to entertain the niggas. All right, anyway, somebody said, (laughs) oh, man, then y'all going to forget that y'all out here struggling. Drewski is a internet comedian. All right, uh, you would call him an internet comedian. Uh, If you've seen any of his Instagram, this is this guy right here. Um, He does skits. He's a, I wouldn't say he's a, I guess he's a real comedian now. He's been in Super Bowl ads and all of that. Yep, time for the chicken nuggets, time for the fish. Catfish nuggets. Time for the catfish nuggets. Where's my tribal circle? Time for the catfish nuggets. It's a, it's happening, dude. It's happening. Oh, boy. It's right about time. Ninja. And there's going to be a riot this summer for sure. So uh, here we go. Fish fry. Democratic fish fry. Ninja's going to fall for it, too. Again, you're going to forget everything. Unbelievable. All right, boy, I got another dude up in here fighting a wrestling a girl. All right, hold on for a second. Where is where is the tribal circle? How ninjas got some short ass memories, I tell you. I can't find the tribal circle. How many how many things have I saved on my Twitter? You should see my Twitter. <laughs> All right, this is nuts. All right, I can't find the tribal circle. All right, I gotta I gotta bump it up back on the top. But anyway. We're back. We're back. We're back. Back. Back to square one. Back to square one. Y'all are so easily entertained. He said chicken and rap. All of a sudden, y'all go see Nancy Pelosi doing a rap song like Akeem the Dream. It's going to be pathetic. Mike, uh, Donald Trump making sneakers and tennis shoes. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate you ninjas. I hate you ninjas, man. You you are a thorn in my side. <laughs> You're a thorn in my side with this shit, man. I mean, you know, I've been here 50 years, and I've seen, how many presidential elections have I seen? I think it's 8 to 10. 8 times 4 is 32. Um... 48, 14. Yeah, it's something like, no, no, no. It's more than that. I I remember it's 10 presidential elections, 10. Okay. 10 that I can remember vividly, more like nine. The, the one I remember vividly was Reagan, Walter Mondale. I remember that one vividly uh, because um, there was a woman named Shirley Chisholm 
that ran for president. I think she ran during that time, maybe the previous election. But I was born during Gerald Ford's replacement of Nixon. So I don't count that. Then I was alive during Jimmy Carter. I don't was not aware of it. I was probably four or five. Reagan, I don't remember the first one, but I remember people being mad that he got voted in. I, I kind of remember that. But my first one was Reagan Mondale. And because he picked the female vice president, um, running mate, Geraldine Ferraro. So I remember there was a lot of liberal bullshit. I lived in the community at the time, and it was like, oh, Marta Mondale, Geraldine Ferraro. And it wasn't nothing going to happen. They wasn't going to do shit. They got landslided. And everybody was like shocked. So that was the one I remember vividly. And since then, you guys got to understand, you guys got to understand, I've seen a lot of this shit over and over again. So if you if you um, come to me with some political talk, trust me, I didn't seen it all, heard it all. I seen Jesse Jackson run in 88. Fucking disgrace. I mean, he actually did good until um, he actually ran before that, too. But he really made some ground going into the 88 election if I'm not mistaken. And, um, but you know, he didn't have enough stamina and he kissed the nanny goat. So then, you know, going into that, when I was in high school, there was the Bill Clinton election. I certainly remember George HW Bush prior to Clinton. I remember, um, Ross Perot basically knocked HW out of the box by stealing votes. I saw uh, Bill Clinton go up there and sambo his way to votes, playing the saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show. I seen this bullshit, bro. I mean, yeah, the Jaime Town, Jamie, J- uh, Jesse Jackson, Jaime Town. I, I mean, I've seen this show and this play over and over again with them whipping up ninjas. So Jesse Jackson, 88, Bill Clinton, 92. Then uh, Bill Clinton again, whipping up ninjas. Then George Bush, H, uh, George W. Bush, uh, basically taking it away from Al Gore, but they whipped up every ninja in South Carolina again. Then I seen it again with um, who the hell did George? I don't even know who ran against him the second time. Then I seen Obama. That was a complete whip up of ninjas, an absolute complete whip up of ninjas. It was a black president. Then Obama number two. Then I finally really got it. I got it. was like, okay, I see what they're doing. Every four years, whip up the ninja vote because they need that 90%. And y'all forget about the whole years because y'all doing the stanky leg, the toosie roll, and y'all doing the dirt off your shoulder, and y'all over there pouring crystal on hoes, and then all of a sudden y'all want to get serious. Then Puff Daddy come out, oh, we need to rock the vote. I mean, it's just so pathetic at this point. It's so pathetic. I'm tired of this circus where they whip up the ninjas at the last minute and make y'all y'all don't forget about the last three years. Tired of it. Then they had y'all blowing up shit and, and, and burning up shit, and then they made y'all forget it. Oh, they didn't burn nothing up. <laughs> it's like <laughs> this shit embarrassing. To me, it's disheartening. You know what I mean? Like that's what you think of me. It's this it's completely disheartening. So a lot of people don't know. I've been around and seen this shit way too many times. Then it was Trump, Hillary, and Hillary was an absolute disgrace of a candidate. She had no chance in hell. All right, I would never vote for Hillary Clinton. And I finally seen the light. I was like, okay, Trump for sure. All right, never would vote for a woman. All right, anyway. And I, here we go again. They forget about you for three years, three and a half years, and now all of a sudden they whip up the ninjas. It's just, <laughs> I'm tired, man. I'm tired, and I don't even want to debate it. 
10 elections in. I'm 10 elections in, and I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> right? I, I don't even want to talk. I, I have nothing to say, bro. I'm I'm out. <laughs> and I'm not debating none of y'all goofy-ass ninjas that only seen two and three elections in your life. You don't know shit. You don't know a cotton-picking thing. I done seen this stuff way too much. I'm tired of it. I seen this shit. I seen this. I don't want no more. I don't want no more conversations with y'all niggas. Y'all niggas. <laughs> yeah, no voting, no fucking. Get your ass to the poll. See, I'm sorry I have to riff, man. <laughs> I'm leaving y'all. I'm leaving y'all community. I don't want nothing to do with y'all niggas. Because y'all niggas going to do what niggas do. I, I, you know, y'all going to let them whip y'all up again. All summer long, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, Mitt Romney. That was that was Obama. I, I was saying who uh who who was the uh, who did George W. Bush beat the uh second time? He said riff away. I can't stand y'all niggas. Y'all let this stuff happen. This is a disgrace. I I'm done. I'm done voting for y'all, listening to y'all crying. Oh, they need to help us in a Shut the fuck up. I ain't got nothing to say about y'all. <laughs> y'all let them ninjas run around with these kute cloths. Kute kente cloths. Y'all let them ninjas out here disgracing y'all people, man. <laughs> Coach, man, you don't understand. Ninja, I've been here 10 times. John Kerry. Thank you, brother. John Kerry. He didn't have a chance at hell because he had that other dude cheating on his wife, John Edwards. It was John Kerry. Thank you, brothers. John Kerry, John Edwards, John and John. And them goofy ass ninjas didn't have a chance in hell. Frankenstein and the smiling televangelist. Fraudster. Wasn't he from North Carolina cheating on his wife with cancer? I was done with the Democrats right about then. All right. It's like these people are trash. <laughs> was John Edwards John John Kerry? That was uh, George W. Bush, second one, right? That was number two. Like, think about the Democrats. They've already ran shitty candidates, bro. Terrible. The Republicans ain't that much better, but I'm just letting you know. Terrible. Michael Dukakis, he got slaughtered out there. It wasn't even close. Then they had Walter Mondale run. Bill Clinton got lucky because there was another guy, Gary Hart, that was ahead of Bill Clinton, but he was getting side pudussy. Then they've always had trash candidates, but the Republicans, the worst candidate that they ran, the Republicans ran the worst candidate of all time. He didn't have a chance in hell. They ran Bob Dole. <laughs> they ran Bob Dole. I was like, this ninja about to get slaughtered. He fell off the stage. He didn't have a working arm or nothing. They was like, this is the last of the ninjas that was part of the Kennedy assassination. Oh, never mind. Never mind. This is the last ninja that knew when he was the, the last Nixon boy in here. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> they ran Bob Dole. I was like, bruh, this ninja about to get ran. All right, ran. Anyway, <laughs> it's crazy. Mitt Romney, too. I gave Mitt a little bit of hope, but you already knew he was going to get ran. Bob Dole was the worst. Dan Quayle, they never ran. He, he was the vice president. He was terrible. He was trash. All right, rest in peace to Bob Dole. 
Uh, anyway, yeah, he had to hold in that pin in his arm. I was like, this brother's arm don't work. John McCain. What? Who was McCain? Who did he run against? Obama? Am I tripping? Who did McCain run against? John McCain ran against. Did he get that far? Sarah Palin? That was Obama. Who did uh, Mitt Romney run against? Look, I didn't lost. I didn't mixed all these people up. <laughs> uh, Trump. No, no. John McCain ran against. Uh, I got them mixed up now. I got them mixed up. But uh, anyway. It's crazy. But the best one was Ross Perot. Y'all miss Ross Perot. He was the best. Yeah, McCain, Obama. But who did, uh, oh, Bob Dole was, uh, Bob Dole was uh, Obama too. So who did, uh, okay, I'm missing a guy. Bush, McCain versus Obama. Thank you, brothers. Clear it up for me. Sarah Palin. That was, dude, I, did, I could not deal with Sarah Palin. I was done. Romney, Obama, McCain, Obama. Who did Bob Dole run against? Bill Clinton? <laughs> Bill Clinton. I think it was Bill Clinton. Bob Dole ran against Bill Clinton uh, his second time. I believe that's what it was. Sarah Palin was garbage. I couldn't deal with her neither. Because they were like, she, women relate to her. She's a mom. She has a job. She's a teacher. I could not deal with Sarah Palin. Anyway. But Ross Perot was the man. I like Ross Perot. If you if you guys don't know, uh, Ross Perot was the guy. All right, that was the dude. Uh, you guys miss Ross Perot. He was a true blessing. Is he dead? I think he did. Uh, anyway, Sarah Palin, though, had the sexy thing going on. She looked like she had an ass, too. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she looked like she had. She looked like she. I would fold her ass up. I would have folded. But. They was out there. She obviously was ill-prepared. She didn't know what she was doing. Who was worse, Sarah Palin or, or Kamala Harris? I don't know, man. I think Sarah Palin got her. Sarah Palin or Kamala Harris, who was the worst? I mean, them two are cotton pick. I think Sarah Palin got Kamala by a country mile. And let me just say this. Kamala Harris is the worst of, I mean, well, Dan Quayle and Kamala Harris could be running neck and neck. But I'm going to say this. Kamala is the worst of all time since I've been alive. There ain't been nobody worse than Kamala Harris. She is absolutely useless. Oh, and she was there for the ninja vote. And they made her a ninja, honorary ninja. Kamala is the worst of all time. She's worst of all of the people I've ever seen. <laughs> and you know Sarah apparently was a freak. There's nobody that could top Kamala Harris, bro. She gone, bro. She ain't even, she's not even close. Out of all the people I've seen, Kamala is the worst of all of them. Anyway, is it Kamala? <laughs> she is the absolute worst. Anyway, let's get to the main event. Because out of, you know, Dan Quayle, typically vice presidents are pretty bad. They're only there for a, a, one reason only, and that's, to get a certain vote. And once that vote is secured, they're useless. All right, so that goes all the way from JFK picking Lyndon Baines Johnson. I mean, he picked the wrong ninja because Lyndon put that ninja in the uh, turkey shoot. All right, but that's allegedly. 
he messed with the wrong ninja. Uh, Dan Quayle was garbage. You know, most running mates are just there to secure a vote, a woman. And so Kamala was just female and black. That's basically what she was there for and useless after that. Dan Quayle, similarly, uh, Dan Quayle was the just, all right, I don't even know what the hell his purpose was being there, but it's normally a regional geographic thing. All right, if you're from the north, you're going to have a southern running mate. Um, I think um, Bill Clinton had the same thing with Al Gore. Bill Clinton's from the South. Al Gore, I believe, was he Southern too? Yeah, two Dixiecrats. I can't remember. All right, but anyway, Dick Cheney. Yeah, Dick Cheney, anybody who knew Reagan in the Reagan years and the George W. Bush years, you know Dick Cheney was literally the president. He was the actual president. George W. Bush was the puppet. <laughs> I mean, that was the only one where Dick Cheney was literally they, the vice president was ran it, ran it. Like I, Dick Cheney was gangster, gangster. Al Gore was for Tennessee. Al Gore, so they both were Dixiecrats. But uh, yeah, Dick Cheney was the president, and George W. Bush was the vice president. But they flipped it. Uh, you didn't realize it. I hope you did realize it. But anyway, anyway, man, yeah, Dick Cheney was not to be played with because he's he was with he was them boys like he was he was in it. He he was the foreign policy. He ran all that shit. He ran the foreign policy, all of that. George W. Bush was just <laughs> he get out there and chuck and chuck and giggle and goofy. <laughs> George W. Bush was just there, bro. All right. They was like, what you want me to do? Dick Cheney was running it. Anyway, shout out to y'all. Yeah, he shot somebody, and they was like, yeah, anyway. Straight up gangster. You can see he had that gangster in him. Anyway, they going to come and get me. I don't new, want you want to talk new, about new, it. New world order. And did they ever interview Dick Cheney the entire time? He was there for eight years. They never put a mic in front of that ninja. <laughs> they never put a mic. Like, hey, what do you think? He just looked at him with his face all like, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, he never stood up one time and gave an interview. Mm. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me get back to the show before they come get me. New, 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 All right, new speaking of, order. speaking of, uh, let's get into witchcraft. This this show is sponsored, or this, this is the motivation of this show. I've done several shows on witchcraft. Oh, are you dating a witch? Listen to this clip. This woman here is Erica Alexander. You saw me play this clip earlier this week, but um, we're going to talk about this. Uh, let me see here. Uh, she says, "My until she died from witchcraft. Right? Mm. And she had a, um, a little cafe, you know, a hole in the wall. Mm -hmm. And she would put dust over the door. So when people came in, the bell would ring would, and dust would, would fall, fall on it. <laughs> they called it goof of dust. Well, right across the street was her competitor. And they would have goof of dust too. So she would go back and forth to down deep south in New Orleans, all like, yeah, New Orleans, deep, yeah, where yeah. you're from, you know, and go get stronger and stronger and stronger. Goof of dust. She came back and they said she was all twisted up with her head in between her legs, barking like a dog. Wow. Ooh, and that voodoo, that roots, boy, I'm that, telling you, yeah. you coughing up frogs. The women in the church went to go get my eventual godfather, which was William Griffith. He left three days, they uh, fast, and they pray. 
And then they come back and then they laid hands on her. They got her through it. And he says, daughter, the Lord told me to tell you that if you go back, you'll come back, you'll come back in a box. No, no, Rev. I promise I gave this up. And two weeks later, they brought her home in a box. All right. And so this is a woman, um, you know, a lot of people that are uh, from the South, uh, definitely dark skinned people that have descendants from the carry beings. Some people that might be intermixed with Creole um, in the deep, deep, dark daddy, daddy, daddy South in New Orleans and the places like Opelousas and Lafayette and all of these places up in Acadia. Um, there's a lot of people that came from the Caribbean. Uh, and many of these people are said to be descendants from people who came from West Africa. And if you know about that, these people are said to have participated in witchcraft and voodoo and these type of things. So you might be pretty much a descendant from someone that practiced this in the 1900s. Some of these traditions of witchcraft, it do get passed down and you might not know it as witchcraft. They'll just pass some things down and, you know, rub this on them and put a garlic clove on this and put a put a gem, um, you know, a New Year's New Year's Day uh, in Louisiana. Uh, they still do. Um, they might give you a bag at New Year's with uh, with black eyed peas and some shit. <laughs> like I can't even remember what it is. Shout out to everybody. Um, um, if you know this, what I'm talking about, there's a special thing they will put in a bag on New Year's for good luck, and it's like black eyed peas and what is it called? Y'all know it. Y'all witch ass ninjas know it. <laughs> Uh, and all of that, if you think of the Chicano people and, yes, the people in Mexico, uh, I'm going to talk about that. They do practice some witchcraft and stuff like that. Uh, the brouhaha, is that what it's called? I can't remember what it's called, but it's, um, they they put, let me see if I can pull it up here. New Year's, New Year's, Black Eyed Peas. Let me see here. I had a woman from Louisiana give me one one time. And it's like a root. It's like a root and some green cabbage. There's something else. You don't eat it. You just, they just put it in a bag. All right. I don't know what it is, but she gave it to me on New Year's. She's from Louisiana. She grew up and she's a kind of a light skinned uh, woman. This is a brujah. Oh, but the Latinos, they have the bruja. Is it the brujas? Witch doctors and stuff like that. We're going to talk about that going on here because a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know that there is some um, there is a lot of witchcraft being passed down and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what's going on here. So that story reminded me of that. And uh, you guys don't know that. You know, in the 50s, prior to the 50s, we lived in a different world. We didn't have television, barely had radio. People were isolated. People lived in rural communities. And as such, they had generations and generations of people. And they, all they had time was to sit around and tell war stories and pass on traditions and stuff like that. They weren't distracted by phones and social media. And to me, this is modern time for me. I know it's 100 years old or 80 years old for you people, but I was born in the 1970s. And thus, I remember I had a neighbor. I had a neighbor who was a Creole woman, and she scared the shit out of me, bro. She, was a, she lived across the street when I was a kid, and her name was Bobby. Right, I remember her, and she was a light-skinned, older woman, and she was, like, skinny. And she lived in a house, and it looked like it, and it had, it had brush over the houses, and it lived, I think the house is now an historic house, 
for the state that it's in. It's actually a historic house because it's an old mansion. But it's centered in between these apartment buildings. It's like they, they didn't knock it down. And it was so, like, ghoulish. And you would go in there. It was like a Scooby-Doo manor. It was like a Scooby-Doo mansion. Like, you know, and it, with the floors creaking and shit. And Bobby lived over there. Every now and then she would come out. She had two Doberman pinchers. Two, two Doberman pinchers. And they'd be out there barking. And I could see their eyes and they look red and shit. Bobby, you go over to her house. She was like, this woman's a witch. And she was from Louisiana. And they used to be like, Bobby. I remember her. She was like a skinny, light-skinned woman. You know what I mean? Her face was all gaunt, and she had bug eyes. I was like, "Woo!" She was like a villain to me. And I was like, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old. She was like a villain. And she had the German Shepherds. And she had two twin boys. Wait, not two twins. She had twin boys, twin sons. And they was like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> oh, man. What are we doing? New, 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 new world order. They got balloons popping up. Bobby's here, y'all. Bobby's here. Bobby, are you with us? She's here, y'all. New, 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 new world order. Bobby, Bobby's here. She sent us balloons, ass ninjas. This is going to be a scary-ass episode. Bobby, uh, tell us what you have on your mind today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I done conjured up her spirits, bro. I don't even know how to make that happen. What are we doing, bro? All right, Ninja. Uh, if I don't make it, if I don't make it, <sighs> continuing with the story. Let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on to from this shit. It's getting weird already. <laughs> Let's get here. Well, what do we got here? Uh, let's go through the rundown just so you guys know why paganism and witchcraft are making a comeback on a recent trip to Salem, Massachusetts. I overheard some questions. Is magic really real? Uh, for me, the answer is yes. Uh, people do participate in magic and witchcraft and they're serious about it. You do have Wiccas. We're going to talk about them as well. And Brujas and Abuelas and uh, Voodoo and these type of things. And, Many of these practices are, by the way, spirituality, spirituality. So uh, women will say, I'm spiritual and you don't, you're not inquisitive. What does spiritual mean? What does that mean? You'll be quite shocked at what it means. I know you might say, hmm, you just, you're addicted to the Holy Spirit. But no, they're spiritual. They're kind of telling you more or less that they may, for the most part, be witches or practicing some sort of magic or mystic ideas of the past. Okay. Um, also, if you think of slavery times, a lot of slaves came from areas where there was witchcraft. So, yes, this is something that has been around for a long time. And there you see here, well, I don't know why these uh, women are all overweight white women, but, yes, there might be a correlation between overweight white women and witchcraft. Okay. Where are we at here? All right, so in our country, just a brief history right here, we have the Salem Witch Trials, which is probably one of the things that we recognize the most in terms of witchcraft, but it says um, there was a lot of paranoia and stuff like that going on in a small time of, town of Salem, Massachusetts. I've actually been through Salem. It is a very small village. 
All right. It is not a big area. So I could imagine during times where there wasn't cars and there was horse and buggies and there wasn't TV and stuff distracting you that this could definitely take over a town. And the Salem witch trial pretty much culminated in that more more than 200 people were accused of practicing witchcraft, the devil's magic, and 20 were executed. 20 women were actually executed. Um, I wait, 20 people were, but the majority of them were young women. Now, manufacturing what the hell, man, I tell you, man, this show going off the rails. All right. But um, um, there actually was a movie, I believe that is called. Um, give me a second here. Uh, the Crucible that I think documented this type of thing here. I'm supposed to do super chats, but I'll get to it. The Crucible would kind of document it. The, the control that young women were having over people and these people were really fearful of them thus changing their behavior and they were you know doing a lot of things like hey i have power over you i know you i have a spirit i can conjure up i can control what happens to you i can make something happen and then people started to be holding to these young women there's also were um there also and crucible is a book by the way there also were possibly possibly some sexuality going on sexuality uh, that people don't talk about because these stories, a lot of stories you hear about American things prior to like 1980 or 1990 probably had sex a lot uh, along with them. Like the Emmett Till story is it's there's, they're missing the sexual component, which was there, but nobody tells that part of the story because we lived in a, you know, a clean Puritan Christian society, but the sex is part of almost every story today. All of the things that we have in terms of stories that happen today, there's always almost sex involved in it. And I'm pretty sure during the Salem witch trials, there was some sex involved in this shit. That's why they got all crazy. It wasn't just, they were just some girls playing witchcraft. I'm pretty sure there was some shit going on where they was like, these hoes is uh, fucking my husbands and they coming around. Yep. So there was probably some sex involved that that story has not been passed down. And I'm pretty sure if you dive deep into the details, there was some sex going on. Okay. That you don't, people just don't freak out over some witches and they're, they're putting a spell on us in the full moon. There probably was some fucking. All right. <laughs> but here we go right here. And that's why they was burning people at the stake and magic and shit like that. So they probably was making ninjas cheat on their wives and all that. It was like, we got to get, we got to get rid of these girls. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see more witchcraft here. Let me see here. More witchcraft right here in our culture. Here we go with the movies, the movies that we have in our culture. There are many, many movies that participate that have witchcraft as the center of the story, the center of the story, namely the craft, the crucible here that I was just talking about Salem, witch trials, uh, Eve's Bayou, which is right there, some black actors, and uh, Bewitched, the television show. Television show Bewitched featured a witch. The Wizard of Oz, Wizard, uh, you got Harry Potter. Uh, let's see here. You have Harry Potter. Even, uh, let me see. Oh, The Witches of Eastwick with Cher. Let me see here if there's any more. Um, that you might notice the craft, the craft is a big series that came around. I believe in the nineties Blair, Witch product, uh, project, the Blair, Witch project. Uh, let's see here. Just, just putting on, just putting, just showing you here how much it is kind of ingrained in our society. Oh, hocus pocus. 
Disney movie, Narnia, okay, oh, Maleficent, uh, even um, the children's movies have witches, and we're going to talk about that. Oh, Charmed, yes, Charmed with um, uh, the girl, the Who's the Boss girl, uh, the children's movies, A Simple Wish, uh, Scooby-Doo had a lot of witchcraft in it, if you will, uh, uh, the Smurfs had a lot of witchcraft, if you will, magic and hocus pocus. You have uh, Encanto is one of the most, the newest ones. Little Mermaid had a witch in the movie, which was uh, Ursula. And uh, let's see here. Sabrina the Teenage Witch was a TV show that featured a flatback who was actually like damn near 30 playing age 15. And so forth and so on. Okay, so forth and so on. Alyssa Milano, yeah, thank you, brothers, for uh, letting me uh, know that. So you, um, uh, there you go right there. Uh, there you go right there. So you see this. So I wanted to show you that. All right, going on here. We do have this woman here that I'm going to show you, and uh, she is kind of like the latest Instagram sensation witch, all right, but uh, somebody didn't post her at. Well, t- I, I, won't, I won't give her any, any run here, but uh, I'll give you an example. She's kind of taking on the Erica Badu type thing here. And uh, let's listen to her real quick. And no more music because they cut us off. Uh-huh. Thank y'all for kicking it with me. What's oh, I'm, I'm here. I appreciate y'all when y'all be kicking it with me. This is shea butter. I be rubbing it on my body. Oh, you do? I be rubbing shea butter all over my body. Really? I be rubbing on shea butter and castor oil and stuff. Can I help? I do. I do. You do? I be rubbing it on my body. Okay. Oh, you gonna do it right now? Hey, what's going on? Hey. I am Osna Sarai, the Healing Place Dynasty, and I appreciate y'all. Hey, Osna. You wanna see my feet? Yes. I was just rubbing some shea butter on my Oh, please. Your feet. Oh, oh my. All right, and so that, there you go, witches and sexuality. It's almost tied in hand-to-hand, and people were giving me some other... Um, thank you for putting all the other ones. I can't mention all of them. You wanna put shea butter on your feet? You see, I was using shea butter on my feet. Okay, I'm in the I, car right now. And there it is, uh, seduction. I could. Seduction. And, you know, many of these things that we practice, seduction, you know, temptation, and this all has a little bit of kind of magic. I'm going to control you with the spiritual. And she got her feet out. All right. God dang. I mean, listen. I kind of see him. I could see I'm him. In the car. Uh, yeah, I could see him. I see, baby. I see. All right. I see them feet. Yeah, that brother's starving. I'm now. Uh-huh. I got that milky white polish. The milky white polish. Oh, my goodness. I tell you, man, listen. Oh, and so, yeah, she's trying to use sex magic and eye contact and seduction. Seduction can be probably considered as some sort of controlling and witchcraft and Jezebel. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, she's putting her feet out for me. I'm with it. All right, uh, anyway, let's move it down just a little bit down the line right here. And here it is right here. Modern witchcraft, empowerment, feminism, and rituals. Uh, I believe feminism does probably have some, uh, some, some beginnings in aura in witchcraft, and a lot of feminists are probably from the Lily Liquor community. So, thus, you're probably going to experience those women more likely to participate in some witchcraft. And I believe feminism is a form of witchcraft. All right, in my opinion, because they're talking about empowerment. And they're talking about spirit, you know, the spirituality. They're talking about, uh, you know, I people don't realize that they won't connect it, but I think they do participate in rituals and shit like that that you don't know about. 
And this woman here who is a professor here, a scholar at Brandeis University, witchcraft is the activity of practicing magic and all of this stuff right here. There's a misconception that is always associated with religion. Uh, There are religions that follow a set of rituals and holidays such as Wicca and types of paganism, but witches aren't all religious. Okay. Um, Where's the feminism connection here? Okay. Uh, When did the term witch shift to becoming empowering? Witchcraft is not inherently feminism. All right. Witchcraft, as it is seen and talked about in a large part of Africa in Asia, is not feminist. The reason women were deleted in historical witch trials are complex, probably because of sexuality. Uh, But they were not part of the feminist movement. But today, however, for some witchcraft is part of their feminism or girl power. There it is. Power. Girl power. Uh, black girl magic. That, that's all feminism and that's all witchcraft. All right. So, again, when we talk about it, people are inherently going to say, oh, it's some negative thing. Uh, it, it can be for you. But black girl magic, girl power, empowerment, these are all forms of, I think, you know, uh, rituals that these women do to get the power to be strong. Strong and independent. Yeah, these are all, the, for, in my opinion. And even this woman, this professor and scholar is saying, yes, in America, it says we first saw it in the 60s and 70s during the woman, the woman's movement. Mary Daly was one of the first feminists to reclaim the word. She was very important in this um, power right here, girl power stuff. Okay. All right. Moving on to the next thing. Do you believe in spells and witches? According to my audience, 75% of people say that they believe that they know a woman that is practicing witchcraft that they know. Uh, And it says right here, 21% of people believe in it. Spells and witchcraft. 21% of Americans in the United States in 2021 believe in it, where 60% don't. So again, if you don't believe in it on this show, it is what it is. Next uh, situation here. I believe this is a, let me see here. Let's see what we got. Okay, I'm going to move this over. I'm going to play this story about Encanto, the most recent Disney movie where this, I think she's a Wiccan. I think this Wiccan woman is going to break down the character. We're not going to play all of it. She's going to break down all the witchcraft in the movie Encanto, which is the most recent, one of the most recent Disney movies, cartoon. I think it's cartoon animated where it's centered around Mexican culture where the grandmother was the, the leader. Pretty much. She was the leader of the family and she would pass down these traditions, which centered around magic and shit like that. All right. But uh, here we go. For those who might be new to my channel, I'm a witch and pagan. And there were a lot of things I couldn't help but notice and relate to when I was watching Encanto for the first time. Not a lot of people know this, but there are many different types of witches out there. From those who practice witchcraft on their own, to those who are part of a coven, to those who pass their skills and knowledge down to the next generation, there are a lot of different types of witches. And a lot of the characters in Encanto share some very specific talents that apply to some of the types that are out there. Just because I feel like it needs to be said, I'm not saying that the characters from Encanto are witches. They have gifts that were bestowed upon them when they came of age, from a miracle that Abuela Oma was given after her husband was taken from her, and that is entirely different. I just thought it would be fun to look at these abilities and see where they would fall in the types of witchcraft and types of witches that are out there. 
Okay, so first up we have Mirabel, Augustine, and Felix. Now, you're probably wondering, what do they have to do with magic or witches, given that they have no gifts? These three characters would be referred to as normies, hey. non-witches. Non-witches. As a witch, I have noticed that other witches tend to look at those who aren't witches with just a smidge of annoyance. They feel like non-witches can't be trusted with the knowledge of their craft, like they'll judge or persecute them. Let me go Or ahead. that they aren't really all that hard to come by and is an absolute blessing to receive. Augustine. Accident prone, but he means well. He even makes a ceremonial of a ceremonial witch and a coven-based witch. Ceremonial witches have specific rituals that they use to call upon the spirit world. This is also referred to as ceremonial magic or high magic. And yes, in Harry Potter, they were the muggles, right? And so, you know, Harry Potter's, Harry Potter's wizardry, wizardry. And so people are very um, alert to these things. Some people are normie to it. Oh, it's just this where you will find people who are over, overwhelmingly aware of this. And they will say, you're allowing this stuff to be become introduced to you innocently without you knowing what it means, which is dangerous, right? It has power related to it, and you think this is a game, a joke, and these kids get their little magic wand, right? So innocently, it's passed to you through entertainment, but then some people participated or investigate more, and they might find themselves participating in this. I'm not going to play much more of that video. I'm going to play this video about um, Erica Badu and uh, her being considered possibly a witch and her admitting playfully that she is a witch all right uh this would be a modern person that we would know of that might be participating in this let's play it fair use for instance in 2016 erica posted a fun promotional video of her getting psyched for the 2016 soul train award and one of her followers on facebook wrote a comment after watching the video i've always enjoyed her music and eccentric style but that's a witch hat. And any other celeb who wears it does to service that purpose plain as day. Can't be down with that aspect. Erica was actually the first to reply to the comment and she wrote, I'm a witch. Men who've dated Erica in the past have also said that there's something about her. And while none of them have openly said anything specific, there's always been a conspiracy theory that she gives them passion fruit. And while I also cannot confirm whether there's something she gives people, here's a breakdown of some of the relationships that have failed even though the men were completely in love with Erica. For starters, Erica dated Andre 3000. The two met sometime back in 1995 at a New York City nightclub. Erica even remembered the day she got pregnant so vividly. It was February 11th and in November 1997, she gave birth to their son. Well, as soon as they started dating, the effect she had on him apparently started showing. When they met, he was in the process of finding his true self and with the help of Erica, Andre 3000 made a smooth transition into the man he is today. Now, based on reports, Erica was actually the reason why he ditched his jerseys and baggy jeans and found peace in more eclectic fashion choices and experimenting with his musical sound. What can she say except you're welcome? The next person who just couldn't resist Erica was Common, and they dated sometime between 2000 and 2002. His collaboration with Erica on Love of My Life, Ode to Hip Hop, actually earned him his very first Grammy. 
Well, um, you know, let me just stop it right there. Uh, these men have experienced success after being introduced to her. Uh, this furthermore of this story, we're going to play a little bit more video. Andre 3000 completely changed and turned into an alien. Then he was a genie. Then the ninja was a, you know, a, 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 a throwback to the 1960s or the 50s. All right. She definitely put that punani on him. Common won a Grammy. Um, let's continue. And Common also admitted that Erica Badu was his first love and his first heartbreak. Common is actually one person who talked about the Badu box when he said in a 2014 interview, yeah, the Badu box is real. It can take you to another universe. But seriously, that's when you meet somebody that's real special and you're like, man, this woman got, she got something else, man. It ain't just the sex. It ain't just the look. It's like something that's kind of like spirit wise where you're like, this woman got something else. It sounds like he got sucked down the Matrix, y'all. Erica also dated the DLC. And while I'm not certain when they actually began dating, their daughter Puma was born in the summer of 2004. Things also didn't work out between the two of them. And during an interview the DLC did with the Dallas Observer, he gave details about Erica's Dallas home and spoke about how enchanted he was by her and how he hoped to film a reality show that would end with the two of them tying the knot on the final episode. I'm also not sure sure why they broke up but other than the dlc erica was also involved with jay electronica no one knows when or why erica and jay broke up but they have a child together named mars and erica is still very present in jay's life in addition erica also once dated carl jones who she met sometime around 2014 when erica was asked to do voiceover work for black dynamite at the time when they met carl was married and his wife was reportedly right by his side when erica was completing the voiceover project but he still fell head over heels for Erica. In fact, in 2015, Carl couldn't stop tweeting about Erica, and he shared countless selfies of Erica and proclaimed his love for her. A source even told the Jasmine brand that their alleged affair reportedly led to the end of Carl's marriage. I mean, what were we expecting here? And yes, Erica knows that people have been talking about the kind of hold she has over men. Back in 2020, she even told Rolling Stone that there's an urban legend that her VJ changes men, saying, the men that I fall in love with and fall in love with me change jobs and lives. Okay, girl, I heard that. So since there were already stories about her mystical powers, Erica also decided to drop her Badu Pussy Premium Incense, a fragrance she made to smell like her VJ in 2020. And it sold out on her online shopping store within minutes of its availability. While All right, so yeah, my, I mean, you know, she has the look and uh, DLC, the DLC, the de the 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 legend. Shout out to the DLC right here. Y'all ready for this? All right. Um, but yeah, this is you know she has the look and people say you look into her eyes and you see what's happening. Three baby, three baby daddies, three rappers casted a spell on that. But yeah, she sold vagina perfume or incense, incense vagina, incense vagina. Yes, vagina incense inspired by her vagina. Yes, indeed. Yes, she saw Punani vagina, and ninjas was selling it out, and 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 women were coochie 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 juice vagina. Man, I tell you, brothers, it's quite crazy. But uh, that's the Erica Badu, and people have uh, attributed witchcraft to some other women, specifically uh, Taylor Swift. Now, recently, that was recently. I heard that story about her. Um, participating in it and Beyonce has been alleged to be doing some things or 
communicating some things related to that. Now, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. 11 signs. Uh, before we do this, before we do this, I'm going to put this up right here. This is CGA uh, back three years ago, back in Newport Beach. How common is witchcraft practice in dating, mating, and relationships? And I did a call-in show, and people can call in and express their experiences with witchcraft. And uh, a young lady called in, and I believe she's a flatback young piece of calico, age 20 years old. She says, I'm 20 years old. I'm from Washington. So I picture her being pale skin, blue veins in her titties, and red hair. All right. But she's going to start telling us about her experience with witchcraft and how to look out for women participating in it. Let's play the classic clip by CGA here. Yeah, Chronicles of Judah, could, he could take this show and te- it would be incredible. All right, Sleek is the Sauce went to Barnes & Noble recently. Amazing the amount of rich witchcraft books in there. Here it is. All right, area code 571, you're on live. Hi, Coach. What's going on? I was just, I was just calling in um, oh, to talk it. about the Lilith in the mirror and her smartphone video. Yes. Um, you were actually talking about something. You didn't say the word. I don't think you know the um, actual term for it, but it's called scrying. Mm. And um, it's S and crying as one word. Okay. It, um, it's also called seeing or peeping. And scrying is the art of gazing into a dark mirror, water, or a crystal in effort to go beyond the physical eyes and letting the inner psychic eye open to receive visions and information. Mm. So with the dark mirror, um, it would usually be a black mirror. And this is something that is called the ancient art of second sight. Um, this is thousands of years old. It's one of like the oldest um, practices, but they use the dark mirror or the black mirror, water or crystal. Now with technology, your phone is a black mirror when it's off. Wow. wow. Because you can look at yourself when the light reflects on it. And then when you turn your phone on, the light comes through. The um, pixels on your phone that create the image that you're looking at right now on your screen, it's actually made of liquid crystals, which will be the water in the crystal of the scrying. So your phone, your computer screen, your iPad, your radio, and your car is actually a scrying trilogy. It's the crystal, the dark of uh, the black mirror, and it's the um, water. And all together, you're constantly having the daily ritual of practicing scrying, or S-C-R-Y-I-N-G. It's S-crying, scrying. Um, I know we don't have a lot of time. I was gonna, I'm going to send you a PDF of this information because you don't have, there's not really access <laughs> to it online. But it all goes actually back to, I believe the S in scrying actually... Um, is the serpent crying. It's an initial serpent crying like Lilith, like the snake. And um, the, that's how they seduce the women. Um, that would be Eve. So most women would be representative of Eve, and they send the influencers, which would be the scryers or Lilith, to possess the helpmate because they need a master. Ooh. And that's why um, in, in I know, oh, I, 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 I was the one who said that I wrote the essay for you. Um, so there's oh, there's something called oniorology. That is the study of dreams. And if a serpent is crying in one of your dreams, it is a reference, meaning that you're in need of organization or order, or you need acceptance in your daily life. 
and that is scrying, which would be, like I said, the scrying trilogy, the crystal, um, the water, which would be in your phone, the liquid crystals, and the black mirror, which would be the daily practice of women looking for acceptance in their phone, which is why it possesses them so easily. And scrying is goes straight to your inner psychic eye. Like you said, in the Lilith um, video, she, um, Lilith's daughter would look in the mirror and possess the woman on the other side of the mirror in the normal world and bring her to the inner um, underworld. The part about the um, inner eye is why the women don't know. So you can't tell women this. So I'm, I'm 20. I don't have social media. 20. And that's why I can see this so easily because every woman around me has social media and they can't understand. So when I ask women, I'm sorry for going on so long, but when I ask women, hey, why do you have social media? They'll be like, I don't really know. It's just something. You know, I just I just like it. They don't know because their inner psychic eye has been possessed. Well, and um, that's pretty much a summary of what I want to go over. I do have more. I'm going to send you everything. Yeah. It's going to be a PDF. And send it to- uh, she sent me something. All right. Uh, I'm just letting you know. She sent me something. She sent me something. And I took it. I took it. She sent me some feed pictures. She wanted to send me it. And I put her on the plane. No, I'm just playing. Um, this was during my... St- <laughs> this is, yo, this is wild. She's 20 years old. And she knows all of this. 20. Thank email. you so much. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your knowledge, sister. Uh, Thank I you. appreciate that. Yeah, it, listen, we, that could go on. Hey, you guys feeling funny? I feel a little bit of man. That not the oh man. What happened to him? What happened? All right, he got choked out. Yeah, she sent me a little something there. I don't know what happened to the guy. I was feeling a little funny, and my balls was tingling. Pause. All right, yeah. All right, anyway. I did transfer. So anyway, man, that's that witchcraft stuff. Again, a lot of women know this. They just won't tell you. They'll just tell you they spiritual. They just spiritual. Uh, but the guy fell out there anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, 11 signs. 11 signs. Uh, 11 signs you're dating a witch. All right, and this will be the conclusion of the stream. Are you dating a witch or just a person who really is into candles? There are 11 signs that point to the qualities shared by witches and practitioners alike. However, this isn't meant to be used in malice. Not all witches practice openly. Please keep that in mind. Without further ado, these are the 11 signs that you could be dating a fabulous witch. All right, they have, uh, they have a crystal for that. This is um, a story that I tell you here. Um, I've seen this happen, especially in younger women. Uh, Back when my daughter was on a cheerleading team, uh, their cheerleading team would have to leave campus and go to another uh, facility. So parents would have to carpool some girls. And, you know, uh, we had girls as young as freshman year talking about crystals. And, you know, they were already identifying as Lily Lint liquors and shit like that. And, uh, yeah, I remember this one young girl, she was in the back and she had all the girls captivated and she was like, these are my gems and these are my crystals. I got a gem for this. I got a crystal for that. And that was, that girl was in ninth grade. All right. So I've seen it, um, even as a recent of that. 
And I'm like, man, they, they really on it. When you first uh, begin to date a witch, you may notice some shiny rocks here and there. But as time goes on, you may start to see a crystal fall out of her bra or find one under your pillow. Okay, um, let's continue. They collect things from nature. These are things that could uh, make it right here. It says right here, my partner knows the surest way to my heart is gifting me seashells, a cool stick, <laughs> a bundle of wildflowers, etc. Nature's bounty is plentiful and complements a myriad of witchcraft practices. Uh, seeing the person you're dating gather goods from outside is a telltale sign of their predilection uh, for magic with a K. They tend to have their own herb garden, herb garden right there. And you're like, why are you collecting these herbs? Well, maybe she just wants to put it in the spaghetti. By the way, when I lived in Louisiana, um, I dated a young woman who I probably never really seen in broad daylight, but she was an incense uh incense woman she smoked a lot of marijuana and she was very mystical she was a like a short small tiny tightly packed little piece of panani all right and she had the beads all in her doorway and it was always kind of dark and one day she wanted to make me some food and then somebody told me do not eat their spaghetti all right and it, it is common practice for women all the way up until today's culture and i've read it that putting their period blood in spaghetti a uh, red meat sauce, the red meat sauce of the spaghetti, putting their period blood is to attract them to you. Or women kept their family close together by putting their period blood in the red sauce. And uh, that is that is something that is practiced today. And people warn you in Louisiana to watch out for stuff like that. So uh, when you think about food and keeping people together, this has been going on for hundreds of years, even as recently up into the 2000s. And I actually saw a video once where um, a, a, a lady, she had an outdoor cooking set. And she went over and copped over and, and, and did something. I'm assuming she dropped some blood in there. People assume she pissed in it. But I think she was dropping some period blood in it. And it, she, she was like in a, you know, kind of like a poor situation where they had to cook outside. And she went over and looked around and lifted up her dress. Oh, by the way, um, you know, it, you, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter where you, you can go around the world, even in the Philippines. Even in the Philippines. Um, the Philippines, a lot of people in the villages in the Philippines and some people in Thailand, you don't realize that a lot of them, especially if they haven't been introduced to the city life, they're, they're participating in witchcraft. And a lot of passport bros have been like, hey, we went out here in the Philippines and then we went out in the village and these women like us. And you went out there and you got you some young pieces of calico before they got put and introduced to the sex trade. But you don't realize way out there in them hills, they doing witchcraft out there. They're doing their own version of it. So you got to be under you got to understand it knowing going in. All right. You don't realize that a lot of countries do that um, anyway, anyway, in T way. Uh, Brazil, same thing. Brazil, same thing. Were you talking about Brazil? Same thing for sure. Okay. Uh, it's, when you go to any rural area or any village or some fucking island out, they're probably doing some witchcraft. <laughs> Hippies and shit like that. Yeah, South America. If they're not in the main inner city and you go way off the beaten path out there, they're probably doing witchcraft. Just, just go ahead and chalk it up. All right, so let me go here. Uh, pop this up here. It says... Oh, what happened? Continue reading the story. Oh, that I'll be damned. All right. They want me to sign in. So let me see something here. 
Uh, but I did see a video of women on in the outside outskirts of the Philippines, and it possibly was Thailand. They they definitely do that. So if you're not aware of it, you can get got. Let's see here. Everything a muggle should remember when <laughs> there we go right there. So everything a muggle, a normie should remember when dating a witch or a wizard. What should we remember? Interesting. There's there's a lot. There's, there's a there's a lot here. I think I okay, where are we at here? 13 signs you're dating a witch. Let me see. Man, what the hell, man? Give me give me the story. Jesus. All right, here we go right here. 13 signs you're dating a witch since I was incomplete. Okay, they collect rocks. Uh let's see here. Uh they have a lot of candles. Especially these colored ones right there. They grow herbs. Okay, right here the modern witchcraft guide to magical herbs. We have you find crystals in weird places. Similar. There you go right there. Uh, animals just seem to appear and animals just seem to appear. Your luck seems to have improved. Erica Badu, Erica Badu. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Carry beans. They just know. They just know when the next full moon is or the new moon. All right. What do we got here? They're a little different. Um, let's see here. Gothic. Let's see here. They're open to talk about religion. All right, what we got here? They're very intuitive. Unusual things happen around them. All right, there you go right here. They have an altar. You will find altars in a lot of people's rooms. Um, even uh, they'll have a picture of you. They'll have a picture of you. Like, it'll be like posted up on near an altar of candles. I actually, remember I talked to you about that redhead woman that had the four teenage kids? I went to my room. I'm sorry. I went to her room one time and she had she had tons of candles all over her all over her bedroom. Candles everywhere. I mean candles everywhere. And I saw my photo. It was like a a business card for my fitness business and she said, "Can I have that?" She wanted one. She took it. And then when I went to over to her house, that shit was like stood up on a in one of those things like you could hold the card up. It was up like that. And there was candles around it. I swear to God, I was like, oh, you got my picture up. But it was up in the in an altar, essentially. <laughs> Yo, I was like, wow. But you guys don't even know that this is happening because men aren't very tuned in. I know, I know we have a member of the coach gang. He's a he's into he's into magic. Not magician. He's into magic. So I know he listens to shows. He, he used to be very prominent in our coach gang, but he hasn't been around. I haven't heard him around for a long time, maybe about a year or so. But I know he was into magic. All right. And um, he had he had some magical stuff that he would use. And he and he had women that were into magic. Like he when he dated, he dated women from that magic stuff. All right. Let me let me read this. The witch, the witch's curse, the strange death of, you know what? We're going to share this another time because there's a lot going on here and I don't want to be long today. Pause. All right, but this is the strange death of Christopher Case that seems to have some witchcraft to it, potentially Jody Arias as well. Yeah. And all of that. Let me read these super chats. Thank you for being patient and hit the like button. We're going to get this show concluded. And what do we got? People sharing experiences about their witchcraft. I'm pretty sure. Shout out to Galloway says, you got, okay, I got that one. 
Hodge says, can I get alone? No Gump Central. Shout out to you. Brown 310 says, the Cesar Chavez Comunidad be falling for the okie doke too. Yeah, they do with the okie doke. It's, it's election time. Okie doke, here we come. The dictator says, I was done with Biden when he took my black card. <laughs> he says, I was done. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And by the way, a lot of people didn't know Joe Biden was old Jim Crow ass Joe. I remember Joe Biden before he ran for vice president. I remember when he ran for president. Um, so a lot of people don't know. I, I was suspicious of him like 30 years ago. And even longer when you research him, he he crooked in a variety of ways. And he's a racist way more than Trump, which is bizarre to me. I, I'm like, dude, y'all calling the wrong person racist. But we do have a lot of people that haven't been around for a long time. And they're lost. Their frame of reference is just lost. They're just unaware. And when you present it, they're like, oh, that was a long time ago. He changed his mind. But I'm like, I remember Biden when he ran for president, he had to drop out. Why did he have to drop out? If anybody remembers, you might know this now because people know, but I remember Biden when he had to drop out. I think that was 19, I want to say 88, potentially 92. No, no, no. That would would have been potentially there. And I remember it like yesterday. I remember it was the talk of the town. He had to drop the fuck out. But anybody know why? Let's see if you guys know. But I've been suspicious of him for a long time. Even the 92 crime bill and all that shit. It, I've been suspicious of him for a long ass time. No, nah, he didn't say anything about the Indians, the engines. <laughs> Let's see here. He's dropped out a few times. He's ran for president like five times. All right. So let me see right here. Let's see if he can see it right here. Uh, there we go. Devin got it. Yep. There we go. King's Meadow got it. Underdog Glory got it. Plagiarism. He's plagiarizing speeches and and shit like that. At, uh, saying he had degrees and that came out even later from universities. He been lying for a long freaking time. <laughs> Straight up liar. Uh, and then he was he did the eulogy at the Klan members. Uh, I think it was uh, I can't remember Bird. I mean, that, that, that guy, he was, he was against integration, forced Im- integration busing. I knew this well before he ran this last time. But that's just because I'm a little bit older. He was bad news. He was bad. It was 88, the 88 election. Yeah, he was bad news back then. But ninjas fell for it because they ninjas. <laughs> Y'all ninjas. Uh, anyway. And, oh, oh. I remember, and I remember he was on the uh, um, Anita Hill, Anita Hill, uh, Clarence Thomas. Remember that? He was the main, he was the main guy. I mean, I'm, I'm just too old, man. I remember he made a, he made a fool of himself during the Anita Hill shit because I was even on, um, you know, even though they were saying Clarence Th- Thomas was an Uncle Tom, I didn't believe Anita Hill at all. And I was like, how old was I? Like 14, 13? I was like, she lying. Talking about there was a pubic hair on the Coke can. There was a pubic hair on the Coke can. That was Joe Biden. Y'all don't remember that shit, bro. Y'all don't, y'all don't have no memory. He was no good back then. I already knew about him then. But anyway. Yeah. Stephen Russell. He says, girl. He says, gris, gris bag. Let me look it up. Stephen Russell, you suspect now. Uh, yeah, Gris Gris bag. That was what I was telling you. It, it, uh, for New Year's, they would put 
they would give you a, a, a voodoo bag with black eyed peas, some herbs. Um, one time she gave me another woman gave me that was from New Orleans. I, I messed around with some chicks from New Orleans. She and they always have light color eyes. Another woman gave me a root. It was like, this will bring you good luck, man. Yo, I'm telling you, man, them women from New Orleans be on some voodoo shit. But you're right, uh, Stephen Russell with the gris gris bag. That's basically uh, it's like this will bring you luck. And they put stuff in the bag and you. And you carry it around. Yeah. All right. I'm suspect of some of y'all ninjas out here. Y'all ninjas coach game. <laughs> Delta Fox says the Kardashians are witches. Kanye and Travis Scott suddenly rose to new heights in their musical careers after being involved with them. Their next victim is Travis ba- Barker. Is it Barker? And uh, who just had a baby with Courtney K. And there are some other men have have done that as well. JC says, but coach, he says, where can I get that Badoo peace leave oil? Was it oil or incense? All right, uh, let me see here. Somebody said a root. They put a root on you. <laughs> it was Robert Burr. Yeah, man, I tell you, man, a lot of y'all don't have no, anybody but Trump. I was like, not that guy. That guy is the worst. Anyway. Javon Kelly says, I worked uh, for a debt loan firm, met a 34-year-old off of a sugar site, don't know my real, doesn't know my real name, found out through the firm that she is in over $150,000 of debt. Should I fix her buying or two, knowing she needs it? Um, I guess you haven't messed with her, but, you know, she's desperate. As long as she's, there's some things that I would probably not mess with her, but it, as long as she's cool, just watch out for her. She's desperate. Try not to mess with real desperate women. So, like, do your due diligence. Uh, JC says a Juco I dealt with had left three crystals in my crib and brought a cat once. Nope. He says she said it was protection for me and I had a negative energy around me. I clapped them cheeks. Yeah. One thing about the witchcraft thing is that men will overlook it. And again, it's not something that might not, it, it might not harm you, but what they're doing is they're doing something energy wise against you. So I do believe in like spirituality. I'm not a religious guy, but yes, they're, they're deliberately bringing energy to you and they're innocently portraying it, but they're doing a lot that you don't know for real. And I don't play around with shit like that. Like I don't even play around with religion too much. I kind of do, but shout out to fixes the buying says, you know, what's funny People want to avoid the NWO and witches and witchcraft, but at the same time, uh, they hate Jesus, hate Christians, and make fun of Christianity. No one defends the devil on their own. No one defeating. No one is defeating the devil on their own, and I can't wait to sit back and see what happens. And he also says, even if I get hemmed up myself, I'm ready for God to start smacking heads, and us Christians need to stand up and start getting uh, beat up on and stop getting beat up on. Yeah, the Christians be taking a um a wrath. They be they be catching wreck out here. We got a brother that says, "Have you seen the feminist roar? You should soundbite it." I hope it's not that screaming woman. Please don't be that screaming woman. And we got Dark Side Foundation says, Can, uh, "Coach, I remember growing up, my mom would recite Reagan, recite Reagan, and say trust but verify." He says. Why didn't the Daily Wire gumps take that advice when they attacked the red pill? He says, by the way, did you see Uncle Joe buy chicken for some pookies? I, I, I did see him do it for some young men. Maybe he bought chicken for someone else. I think 
here's my my opinion. Okay, we have some okay, we got some liberal white women screaming. I think Joe Biden is blatant with his racism. Like in your face with it. And it's wild. Like I'm like, wow, he like likes he's like backhand slapping ninjas. Like he blatant with it. Like he doesn't on purpose like snickering at you niggas. Like I'm like like I'll be like, wow, like in your face with shit. Like in the face. Stuff that nobody else can get away with. I'm like, man, I feel bad for you ninjas. And he doing it, and he probably sniggling when he get home. <laughs> he be in your face with blatant racism right in y'all mammy's face. And, they, and y'all just be like, I'm like right in your fucking face, in the face. He wild. And you know what? That guy, man, I know people think he's stupid, but He's cunning. Like, he's cunning. He's masterfully cunning. And I don't underestimate that guy. And he's coming around, duh, 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 with the ice cream. That dude is super cunning. He knows what he's doing. And they're masterful at it. He's been doing it for 50 years. Do not underestimate that guy. Whatever he shows you in public, I know he rambles and he's a bumbling fool. But that dude is a master. At what he's doing. It's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. Yeah, corn pop. He be doing the most racist. And then, oh man. Buying you chicken. (laughs) It's like. Oh my Lord. Anyway. He shows you. He shows you what he wants to show you. He ain't stupid. And if you underestimate him, you're going to get got every single time. Yeah, 50 years in Congress, you can't, you can't, you can't just happen to do that. So anyway, here we go. And I ain't black. He's like a old, the old slave master that just, you know, people will say Trump is the slave master. I it is clear to me that Biden is the slave master. He's the nice slave master. All right. And he probably, when everybody leaves, he he's the worst one of them. That's just my opinion on him. You don't have to agree. But that guy right there is the, y'all let him in. Shout out to the Dark Side Foundation. Shout out to you right there. Uh, we got um, Benjamin Brooks says, biblically, it is a sin to get with a used woman. Big Buck says, I truly believe Kevin Samuel's last date was with a witch. Oh, man. People need to, um, I would love, I don't know, man. People don't want to touch the Kevin Samuel subject. And it's sad because, because I watch enough Dateline to know I'm not just going to believe the first story. I don't want to start anything here because, you know, I'm visible, so I don't want to be the one to start it. But I watch enough Dateline to be like, y'all just going to go with the first story? I mean, I get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he had a heart condition. I get it. Um, you know, he was doing the Red Bull thing, but there was a woman in the room. We're just going to let that go? I mean, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not fool enough to just be like, okay, sounds good. He took too much Viagra and Red Bull and maybe sniffed, snipped a line and thought he was about to get litty with a young woman. But there's got to be more to the story and shit. It's got to be more. Anyway, but let somebody, I mean, you know, I believe in, I believe in, 
I believe in cases being opened up and all that stuff. And eventually, maybe somebody takes another look at it. Maybe they don't. Shout out to Roderick says, be careful with women on their cycles on your bed. It's crazy. Benjamin Brooks says, in Greek, witchcraft translate to pharmacy. Uh, well, that was what the woman was talking about with the two snakes. And somebody was talking about that earlier. The two snakes, um, the, the pharmacy, um, um, uh, maybe the Hippocratic Oath. I can't remember. All right, I can't remember. But yes, a lot of these things that we do, um, we participate as normal. You don't realize that there's a lot of stuff that goes on, um, uh, especially related to like cocaine and coca, right? Um, a lot of these things were legal and they were spirits. Alcohol. Alcohol is another one. I don't think you guys know what alcohol is, okay? I don't think you guys know what alcohol is. They call it spirits. And you're messing with demons. Uh, depression to me is to me is a, a demon. It has some witchcraft, some shit going on. To me, just to me. I mean, you got to look into it. So alcohol is essentially poison. And they, they call it spirits because people become somebody, something else. Uh, same thing with coca, cocaine. A lot of people have were on these drugs and they became something else. And people just dismissed it. Uh, and doctors prescribe people with stuff. Yeah, true serums and shit like this. I think it's deeper than people know, but most people are normies and they don't ever want to investigate. Oh, that's too much. Uh, words mean stuff. Words mean things. And if you actually backtrack what words mean, you'll be astonished. You'll be absolutely astonished. Like, I didn't know that. But we have a lot of people who are completely just kind of buffoons and ignorant and they are uneducated. And people get over on them with words. Words mean things. Do not play with words. And even if words in another language mean something else, words mean stuff. And so when people offer you alcohol or drugs, I look at you and say, why would you, why would you take that? To me, it's mystifying as to why you would accept something from someone who is obviously doing something with something that you can't control or neither they. You don't know who had it or who what. And then you will smoke something somebody gives you. I think it's absolutely moronic. You didn't have control of it. They had it. They conjured it up. They put the, they put the, they put the heebie-jeebies on it, and they rolled it up, and you fucking took it. I think you're crazy. I think you're a lunatic for doing it. I would never. Fuck that. I don't even want nobody to make me a glass of water. So... I think people are crazy. Hey, smoke this and, and do this and snort this. And I didn't have it. Like, you're crazy. And this is a deadly drug. Like, if you don't know what he put in it, fentanyl, you don't know what they put in it. And you're just going to smoke it? Uh-uh. Nah. By the way, by the way, my aunt died like that. My aunt died like that. That's how my aunt died. My, 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 um, my youngest aunt, if you will, she died like that. She got some drugs, made two or, or several drug runs with the with another person, another woman, and um, she had two young daughters. They partying. Apparently, story was, and I'm not trying to tell too much, but um, apparently on on the second or third trip back, she got into a disagreement with the dealer. 
she got into the disagreement with the dealer and went back, took a hit, dead immediately. Gone. And I'm like, man, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. But I believe these things like depression and zigzag, I think these are demons or drugs. It, it's not, it's not, I'm just depressed. I think it's drugs or demons. <laughs> it's not just, I'm just depressed and I can't get out of it. These people need an exorcism more than they need them. Or they need to, or then the drugs, they give them drugs on top of it. I'll go with demon or drugs. Oh, by the way, people that claim to be depressed also are, are alcoholics and or drug addicts. Whether they're before or after, and that's a fact. That's an absolute fact. Somebody tried to argue with me on that, and I said it's a fact. It's an absolute fact. They try to say the drugs and alcohol came after the depression. Nope. And, and people will tell you. They'll be like, I, I believe depression is real. And then right before that or after that, they'll tell you they do drugs. And I was like, hey, of course. Mm-hmm. Or they did drugs a year ago. And I'm like, I, I know. And you drink alcohol too. Tell me. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's not that hard to figure out they don't exercise they do drugs they did drugs in the past and they'll tell you they did hardcore drugs in the past and i'm like you got residual effects i don't believe that shit is just oh, i'm just depressing i don't know it's drugs or or maybe your mother did drugs and she bipolar and it passed down to you or borderline which happens and maybe your parents did drugs that shit is all drugs to me and alcohol uh, not all of it, but the majority of it. You got toxic shit in your system. You can't just say, you can't just say I'm, I'm depressed. Nah. And then, and then inevitably you'll ask them, do you smoke? Uh, you vote smoke vape? Yep. You smoke marijuana and hardcore synthetics? Yep. You did drugs in the past? Yep. You did alcohol? Yep. <laughs> Come on, bro. It ain't hard to figure out. And you sedentary, you fat, you goofy, you dumb, uneducated. All right, anyway. (laughs) They was doing coke back in the day. Stop. What y'all need to do is go to drug counseling. And I'm going to tell you this. Do y'all hear about drug counseling anymore? Do you hear about Alcoholic Anonymous anymore? I want y'all to listen. Do you hear people saying they're going to drug counseling? You don't hear it that much anymore. They're going to Nicardis Anonymous. They don't go. They're going to rehab. They don't go. And you know they dope fiends. But then they'll say they're depressed at the same time, and you'll believe it. Y'all smoking synthetics, and then y'all running around here wonder why you, you stuck on stupid. <laughs> All right? Anyway. Ninjas did steroids back in the day, got man titties and depressed. Yeah. Anyway, eating fast food, smoking dope. Bro, it ain't that hard to figure out, fam. Ain't that hard to figure out. You got that demon. Go to a 12-step program. That's what you need to do and get off the drugs and go through the withdrawals. Stop smoking dope, all right, and stop drinking alcohol and exercise and drink some fucking water, and then let's start right there. (laughs) people hate me for this but it is what it is and don't be mad because look inevitably you're mad because i'm calling you out because you're a fiend you're a fiend 
you're a dope fiend and you're an alcoholic. And that's why you're mad. Because if I was lying, you would say, no, I'm depressed and I never had any pharmaceuticals. I never had any dope. I never had any alcohol. But have you seen one person say that? The answer is no. Because they're druggies. You're a drug addict. Deal with it. You haven't heard one person object and say, no, I actually haven't. And I've never done any pharmaceuticals or drugs or synthetics or drink. How about stop being a dope fiend for a long time? You might feel better about yourself. How about stop taking multiple, multiple pharmaceuticals? You might feel better about yourself. How about you detox? How about you go to Al-Anon? How about you go to a 12-step? How about you check into rehab? You ain't heard one person deny it yet. <laughs> but they get mad when I call them out for being fiends. Because I triggered them. I figured it out. You a dope fiend. That's why you depressed and anxious and stressed out. White women coming around going, I'm stressed. Stop snorting coke. And then maybe we can do something. <laughs> Stop snorting coke. Stop doing meth. <laughs> And then maybe we can talk. Stop drinking alcohol. Stop drinking three glasses of wine. Talking about wine keeps cancer away. But you drinking the bottom of the bottle. Talking about you depressed. Man, kiss my whole entire ass with that depression bullshit when you are alcoholic. Deal with your alcoholism first. And inevitably, you will never hear one, one person say, I don't do drugs or alcohol. And then still claim to be depressed. Or if, if it's a young person. They probably doing alcohol and drugs too, or they pharmaceutical, or their parents passed down some shit. <laughs> it's a fact. And then the parents put them on the medication. Good luck. These people crazy, bro. Stop doing that Archie Bunker. You out here on Archie Bunker every day talking about you depressed. Stop, stop snorting Archie Bunker and see what we going to do. <laughs> don't feed ass ninjas alright anyway y'all was partying and doing the stanky leg and y'all was at the nightclub and now that the music done stopped you depressed yeah gotcha gotcha alright yeah you was having fun now you depressed yeah uh huh alright look let me get to these super chats shot X says coach I know what I said earlier about um, black hotep women and he says, but I'll rub some shea butter on that sister. Let me at her. Wish me luck, Coach Gang. You're going to get a spell on you. <laughs> You're going to get a spell put on you. You just volunteered for that woman. Here she is right here. Yeah, I, I seen that too. Uh-huh. I grew up in Indiana. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Do I meditate? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the dopeies leaving. Shout out to Kaylin says, uh, Coach, I just saw your clip on dating equals prostitution. He says you deserve a Peabody Award for your research and the way you broke that down to us. He says what women are getting away with um, now is incredible. Yep. Normies. Normies. Right? So normie women will say, uh, honest date and a guy would date. Dude, they don't know what they're talking about. Leon says average voters are gumps. Big indicators of who they vote for on uh, the presidential ticket is likable, cool factor, and trustworthiness. None of them are trustworthy. Zero. So he's smiling and he looks trustworthy and he's and he dances and he 
And he plays a saxophone and he wears sunglasses. Women will vote for him. By the way, since women got the right to vote, <laughs> don't get me started. Look at how the political landscape has changed. And I'll tell you what, right now, since women got the right to vote, they inevitably have voted for some of the worst people that have done something. Dude, JFK was one they voted for, but of course they had Nixon. All right, so he wasn't that great. He was a whatever, you know, a whatever. Um, but they voted on likability. Does he look presidential? Don't you know who the president before Nick, uh, JFK was? It was Eisenhower. All right, and he was a military man. Overwhelmingly at that time, men outvoted women two to one. And they went with Eisenhower and military generals and people who actually did shit. Then they voted in a prohibitionist son, JFK. Then they voted in Bill Clinton, overwhelmingly. They voted in Jimmy Carter, over women, overwhelmingly. Then when you come down here, Obama, Biden, you just take it down the line. <laughs> because they looked like the president. All right. And then they come up with a scandal and they just like, it doesn't matter. Or, I mean, they, they be doing some wild shit. They are about men uh, 60, 40 now. And by the way, they ain't never giving that up. Right, they ain't never giving it up. They wanted to vote in Al Gore too. They wanted to vote in Hillary. And they went crazy when Hillary didn't get in there because Hillary was about to set it off. Hillary was about to sell it off in there, bro. <laughs> she was about to set it off. That one of the greatest things we did was not put Hillary in there, bro. That would have been the end. All right. Anyway, Schedule P says, um, I used to spend time with a therapist who admitted she practiced witchcraft. Dude, I'm telling you, man, it's deep. I know one, too. I know a therapist that practiced witchcraft. Dude, it's, it's deeper than you know, bro. He says, I used to spend time with a therapist who admitted she practiced witchcraft. She used to leave items in my house like earrings every time she left. Dude, it's deep. Y'all getting too deep. Y'all, it's, it's too deep. This is too much for YouTube. This is way too much. I, I know spiritual therapists, and they be out here with their little degrees and their little alphabets, but they be doing witchcraft too. And most of them single or divorced. I Dude, you telling too much. You telling way too much, man. I mean, we getting too hot now. We getting way too hot. When you start tracing stuff, man, it's, it's, way, it's way deeper than this. It's way deeper than this. That is a fact. I know that for an actual fact. Now, not all of them do it, but some of them be doing cocaine too. <laughs> they be doing drugs. All right. They be doing drugs. Ask them. And nobody asks people. I don't understand what's wrong with you people, man. It's because they got a degree in some alphabets. You start hiring them. They got letters behind their name. Letters. Look up letters. Look up spell. Spelling. Okay. But letters, academia, academia steeped in doing some wild shit. They be doing all kind of nanny goat activities and whatnot. <laughs> they be doing some way crazy ass shit. But anyway, bro, um, you know what I mean? These academias, I, I don't trust academias for the most part. You know, they do do some good things and some studies. But I worked on college campuses for 15 plus years. And I've seen some of these crazy academias that were spazzes and definitely be doing drugs. Them academia people be snorting, 
lines and doing orgies and all of that. A lot of them are godless Marxists. <laughs> this is too much, man. This is too much. I, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here before somebody, you know, really gets pissed off. But a lot of them are godless Marxists. Uh, some of them be nanny goat, devil, demonic. Yeah, they be doing some weird shit that Harry Potter uh, 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 Slytherin. They be doing that Slytherin. <laughs> All right, man, I got to get out of here, man. We pissing people off today. We out of here. Peace.